0: Hello and welcome back to Dial Age for Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host, Calderness. This episode, we are back to Avengers 60th to finish off our entire set review, going with the super rares, chases, and whatnot. This is episode 467. Hattie Hattie, let's get rowdy. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional. Hero clicks. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like a hundred instant deadpan humor. Over okay, six uh, people learn? think I am funny. I'm your Captain America. That was just you in a costume. You absolute fools? Zimmy'll mean, be able to edit that out, I'm sure. That's cool, because it's expensive. I'm gonna
1: make hero clips like that for everyone. Are you kidding? Wow, wow, wow.
0: Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and seal products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Use code DIAL5, that's D-I-A-L-5, for 5% off your CoolStuffInc order. And if you're buying straight from the manufacturer themselves, that is WizKids, and you go to Shop.WizKids.com, you can use code DIALH10 for 10% off your Heroclix order. Joining me, like always, in the studio is Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Yo, I'm slightly sick, so I can't
1: hear very well, and uh, I'm assuming I'll be clearing my throat at least once during the podcast, so anyone out there listening, I apologize ahead of time.
0: Nice, nice. I'm glad to hear you're down with the sickness, as they say, Um, but not in the the actual, not glad to hear you're like literally actually sick, but I'm glad that I can make the joke that you're down with the sickness. Uh, Simeon, what made you happy this last week, my man? Uh, Too many things to really go
1: into. Um, Prior to leaving for my mini vacation, I had mentioned I was going to Colorado. That's what I did. I spent quite a bit of time there, did a lot of stuff. I'm only going to recount one of the things I did, though, uh, because it was kind of a random offshoot thing. Had some time in Denver, needed to kill time before a show at Red Rocks, so I was looking up stuff to do in Denver. And I... I I picked this one because uh, I know Calder likes escape rooms. Oh, I like too. Um, So there is a art exhibit slash interactive. I don't. I don't even know exactly to call it, but it's called Meow Wolf. And there's one in Santa Fe, I think. There's one in Denver, and then there's one in Vegas, and they each have like a different theme. But this one was like this convergence station where it's you're in like space but like these planets had combined and it was like interdimensional blah 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 weirdness the weird thing was i had no idea what was i what i was doing when i go went in there tickets were about 40 bucks for an adult it's a little cheaper if you live there and cheaper if you're a kid but honestly 40 bucks not a bad price cuz i spent i think close to 4 hours in there and the wildest thing was i went in thinking it was just like an art exhibit which it was. You can go and just okay. look around. You can just like you know be there and kind of like look at all the crazy sculptures. And the place is massive. Like I can't even describe how large it is. There's they quite literally make it feel like there's several different planets that you're like walking onto and stuff. Uh, oh, it's okay. yeah. There's like three or f- I actually no, I think there's like five levels or more, and each like floor can, like, go to, like, other quote-unquote realms and stuff. Uh, there's, like, this big treehouse one, yada, yada. But you can do it as, like, a art exhibit where you just go in and you look at all the crazy sculptures and the lights and randomness. Or you can do it as, like, an interactive art exhibit where you, like, start, like, pulling on things and pushing stuff and just kind of mesh, oh. messing around with, like, the environment. And you find, like, hidden doors and, like weird rooms that you didn't know were there. There's multiple times I'd go down a hallway and then like an hour later I'd come out like and from a completely different area, I'd open a door and be back in that hallway. And I was like, I never even saw this door before. Oh, weird. But then about an hour in, I see this person go up to like this little kiosk thing and put like a, a key card next to it. And then, like, the room just, like, turns into, like, a rave room. Just, like, lights start flashing and, like, music starts, like, blaring and stuff. And I was like, what was that? And so I go and ask one of, like, the staff members. I'm like, hey, what's that, like, little key card thing I see people with? And they're like, oh, that's just, like, if you want to get some more, like, story and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, no, no. That was a lie. It's not a little background story. It's, like, the craziest wildest like like, escape room level yeah you have to like solve these riddles and go back and forth like across the place to like perform these tasks so i'd already been there an hour and i have a deadline of like when i need to leave to get to the show and so i'm like now on like a time crunch and some of these riddles and stuff i just like don't have the time to like read through them so I'm like all right, I think it's this so I just I keep like running back and forth and like tapping this card on things and you get all kinds of different like interesting stuff and then you find all these weird little easter eggs like there's this room I had been in before where there's a piano of like organ and you like pull levers and it makes different notes cool I thought okay just a piano thing you can you know if someone was musically inclined they can do this but once you get to a certain point in the story this spoiler alert for anyone that was planning on Dang. going to this Once you get to a certain point in the story, you, like, unlock these little, like, vignettes of, like, memories that people have. And one was, like, of this person on this piano, like, in this, uh, whatever, the ice realm uh, where this piano's at. And the person, like, plays a specific set of notes. And I was, like, I mentally, like, jotted down, like, which ones they did. And I went and played it on it. And the whole room, like, turns dark. It's all, like, lit up with multicolors. The whole room, like, turns dark. And this is a massive, like, I don't know, 200-square-foot room. But I play these specific notes. It it continues playing without me after I hit those certain notes. The whole room, like, turns dark and then, like, starts, like, kind of shaking, like, making it seem like it's shaking. And then, like, the lights start, like, coming back on in, like, weird little patterns. And it goes on for about, like, two minutes and it's, mm. like, an Easter egg that you never would find if you're not doing, like, the little key card thing. But it was just, like, awesome. And there's more. But uh, I'll right, digress. So, if because there are, like,
0: other people in the room, they're oh, just, like, Oh, yeah. There's out. probably Ugh.
1: 400 people in the building total.
0: Oh, like, oh man.
1: There is a ton but, like, of people. They, it's just a massive room. But, yeah, they just there's... aren't
0: on the quest at all. And then just <laughs> they start changing. And they're like, oh, what's going on here? Okay.
1: Literally, just... uh, there's a couple in front of me like messing around on the piano and the guy turns around and he's like, Oh, did you want to play too? And I was like, uh, like, yeah, you know, I just, I just want to try something. I just want to, I just, and he's yeah. like, Oh, okay. And like, he like steps back and like, they watched me hit like my six notes and then like, they didn't like be like, wow, what did you do or anything? But they did like look around and they were just like, what is going on? Like everyone was like very confused. It's the, the magic boy with the right notes. Yeah. Uh, clearly, like, I, I wasn't the only one that, like, did that that day. But right. It That's is awesome. just, uh It was wild. And then, yeah, at the end, there is, like, an objective and a mission that you have to accomplish. Ooh. And if it was an escape room, I would have gotten a horrible time because, like, my total time there was close to four hours, if not five. Yeah. Uh, but, no, it was really fun. It was insane. And just by looking at the pictures online, you don't really get a great grasp of, like, everything in there. But, yeah. I, I would highly recommend it for anyone that's got a, like, even a full day to kill in Denver. I would, I would say. Oh, dang,
0: there. okay. Because
1: they don't kick you out. You can pay $40 okay, and that's... stay there till like, 2 a.m., I think. Ooh.
0: Yeah. I, it sounds like the kind of place you could definitely get lost in, and they have to, like, totally sweep all the way through every <laughs> night to make sure, like, I no one is inside tried all these random rooms. I Just from the way you're describing it, and I've I think I've seen pictures of this before. Like I think I know what you're talking about. There's definitely like a place where someone could try to be sneaky. Yeah, I'm still here. The one in
1: Vegas is the one that I've actually seen advertised, and I didn't realize it was the same. Like group of artists or company or whatever, but that one's called Omega Mart, and it's like this fake grocery store. It's a grocery store. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I've actually see that's the one I've seen too. Yeah, I had
1: seen that one. This one's so this one's got a different theme. Instead of yeah, different theme instead of being like a dreamscape or an alternate reality uh like grocery store thing uh this one's like some sort of space travel-y planet converging thingamajigger but
0: interesting yeah spaceship
1: thing going on (laughs) the accidental places you find are sometimes the best although this one i would say like it, it was highly uh Advertised, so it's not like I found like some small secret of Denver. Like, this is probably like in the top 10 things to do, but
0: definitely like something I
1: think is worth doing.
0: Okay, well, right on. It sounds really cool. I like it a lot. Um, what made me happy this week? It is double XP weekend for Evil Dead, the game. And so me and my little brother have been kind of grinding, been just powering through some games. And it's been a long time. The game has really been dying, not gonna lie. It's been real rough some days. But just getting instantly, like, into a game versus, like, around I don't know. I want to say July or August last year, it was like a 15-20 minute wait to find a game. Like, it took forever And that was even with like a party of three or something just to find one other player and then a demon player just like took so long. And now we're getting games like either instantly or within a minute or two, which is so nice. It's so great. So me and my little brother have been doing that. He got his friend into it. I've guilt tripped Matt Reed, a listener uh, of the show, supporter on the Patreon, into playing a little bit more. And he has like not played since the last time we played. So all his characters are like super low level. It's really funny. Um but, like, we've been having just a blast. We The new demon, Ball, he sucks. I hate him. Uh, he's very, very good. Almost too good. They've added prestige to the game, so you can now prestige your characters, which is really cool. So now I'm really, like, on that grind. I really want to, like, prestige out just one of my ashes. Uh, it'd be really fun. But, yeah, me and my little brother just been playing kind of a ton of just Evil Dead. It's been a blast. And then second to that, Ian and I have been watching... Barry on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. We just just finished Barry, and we were like, wow, that was incredible. So we finished that last night, and that was really good. It's pretty pretty fun. Yeah, it was great. It was a great time. It's crazy how much it changes, and it slowly becomes way more dramatic and real from, like, the first season to, like, the last season being, like, this super heavy, dramatic, crazy season versus, like, the first one being like, oh, it's kind of fun, goofy little little show it's kind of relieving it's like whatever yeah and he got got a little crazy yeah it was was
1: when I I first started that show trying to get out of my mind that Bill Hader's just like that SNL funny comedian dude Mm. that like he's like almost always played comedy roles in my mind and then
0: watching him in that I was just like it's still kind of funny yeah but, like he's a goofy enough character right. right away we're like okay this is still just kind of bill Hader with a little extra flair little other stuff going on yeah basically but yeah but it gets like super dark super serious so it was really good i loved i, I think i love i love the way they ended it it was really good it took me a second to be like uh do i like that no i do that was pretty cool so yeah that was really fun that's what made me happy this week. We're going to not beat too much around the bush, guys. We want to talk about the rest of Avengers 60th anniversary, also because there's a lot to talk about, and this will probably be maybe a two-and-a-half to three-hour-long show. We left off with the rares. So, Simeon, if you want to jump into our first super rare here. Yeah, so
1: starting off the super rares is old Monica Rambeau herself, so sporting the OG Photon-esque kind of costume. Yeah, yeah. She comes in at 70 points, a single point line. You get six clicks of life, three clicks of running shot, three clicks of phasing. She has, on her first two clicks, she has invulnerability, a, a special attack power with solid defense like values she's 18 for the first three and then 17 for the last three Um, that special attack power on her first two clicks though is electromagnetic blasts which give her energy explosion penetrating psychic blast and precision strike which probably the three best attack powers to combine Uh, if you're going to combine anything it's either penetrating energy explosion or you know some sort of precision strike that like gets through uh, super senses and stuff pretty solid right yeah she uh, to combine with that she has five range two lightning bolts she has trade stealth and then on clicks one through four she has leadership on her last two clicks uh, she goes to her phasing and super senses uh, bottom half of the dial but on her last two clicks she gets massive hard light form which is two stop clicks so it's Stop, Colossal Size, and Shape Change. So double rollout with Colossal Size. So she gets that uh, that special willpower roll for uh, that all Colossals will get. On her first click of this, on click 5, she also has Pulse Wave, which she gets on click 3, 4, and 5. So she has one click where she can be a Colossal, have Shape Change, Super Senses, and Pulse Wave. Sadly, she's only phasing, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, still 5 five range, down to 4 if you Pulse Wave. Uh, and then, yeah, on her last click, her last stop click, uh, she gets that special attack power back. So, pretty solid and sealed. Like, pretty decent uh, top-dial attacker. Plus, it gives you a leadership, a flyer. She has Avengers and Police Team abilities. Not the craziest damage output or stats uh, as far as attack goes. But uh, she does see through hindering and... For seventy points, having two stop clicks with double rollout, one of those can't be outwitted. I think it's pretty solid.
0: Yeah, she is very, very similar to the Green Lantern lady that was in Batman. The um, what is her name? She is the also a super rare Green Lantern, but uh, it's the whole versus being close. Joe she's Malene? like a range. piece. Joe Mullane, yeah, who also has like the oh. double stop clicks at the end and everything. Oh, I'll and kind I'll of go just, over like, all this I guess. stuff.
1: I forgot. She's got Avengers, Cosmic, Next Wave, Police, Sword, and Thunderbolts keywords. So, plenty of teams to play her on, but... Oh, yeah. No, I, I think it's a solid sealed pull. It's probably not the super I want most with, because I think it's mostly doing best in sealed and then, like, in casual. But... Sure, yeah. I definitely think that it's, like, a good sealed poll compared to
0: others that we'll see. I think so. I think she's really good. I know... Someone pulled her at the Huntington's event and did really well with her. So, I think, obviously, pretty darn good sealed pick, if you ask me. Next up, we have this Spider-Man. I know, so soon after getting the greatest super rare Spider-Man, we get another Spider-Man. And I think it's almost a testament to the design team in doing just another really good Spider-Man after, like, a really good Spider-Man we just had. And this one's fun. He's a little different. I don't know if I agree with all of the choices made, but... Let's get into it, shall we? He has zero range, two targets. He's 90 points. He is Spider-Man ally, and then he has team player. He's Avengers, Celebrity, Fantastic Four, Marvel Knights, Reporter, Scientist, and Spider-Man family. First trade. So... First thing I kind of dislike, instead of any improved movement, and this is just unique, you know, they gave it to Scooby-Doo, so maybe Spider-Man can have it, but he has the flight ability. Spider-Man carries people. He basically kind of ignores all the stuff that flight ignores anyways. He doesn't really fly, but he, like, swings. It's kind of like he doesn't actually fly, but as far as game mechanics go, it makes sense. You know, Spider-Man doesn't really fly, but, like, sure. You know, it works. It works just fine. So... Yeah. I don't know. That's It's just unique. It's just different, but it works for mechanic wise. It makes total sense. All right. Spider sense first trait once per turn when Spider-Man is attacked, you may reroll the attack roll. That's just really good. Okay. Very cool. Next up is Marvel team up friendly characters that are adjacent or have the Avengers keyword have the team player team ability. Oh, that's insane, and we'll get to that later, because this trade is not specific to a point value, and he has a way lower point value than 90 points. Guess what that is? Yeah, that's right. It's 25 points. Uh, no, it's, wait. does he have a 25? Yeah, yeah he's got 45, and then he has a 25. It's nutty. Really nutty triple point value Spider-Man here. And then he has Thwippin and Quippin, which is just a great name for a speed power, which he has on his first three clicks, and then on his very last click of his eight-click long dial, charge, flurry, plasticity, because why? not have a spider-man with all those three powers yet again when spider-man hits after resolutions choose one give a hit character an action token a hit character modifies attack minus two until your next turn or a hit character gains immobile until your next turn yeah it's really good i think i'm probably on the action token or minus two attack since spider-man going to be adjacent to them with plasticity anyways i wouldn't mind seeing some sidestep on this guy since spider-man's kind of a bouncy type character but this is a really good power yeah for first, first three clicks, he has super senses and perplex with that speed power. Um, he's like an 11 for three. He's got pretty average stats. He's a three damage the whole time. On click four, which I believe is the start of his 45-point line, it is. He has charge, super strength, com- uh, combat reflexes, and close combat expert, which is a really powerful beat sticky line. But again, he may be an 11 for four and do the most damage on this click. He does not have flurry, though. Uh does have charge doesn't have his cool flurry and equipment and then on his very last click he actually doesn't or sort of his very last starting line excuse me he doesn't have a speed power at all which is really interesting and then he just has his special speed power on the last click of that this really balances out this little 25 point line in yeah. my mind um I actually it gives really, you that whole really appreciate okay from the characters get yeah I, I really like it a lot too versus like being a stupid 10 for three charge flurry plasticity piece with all the and equipment. But it's like, OK, if he takes one damage and he's still around, then Spidey's a problem. He is still a 25 point out wit. He still gives out team player to everybody who can then copy Spider-Man and everything. So it's still really good. Uh, he still has 50 50 senses, but it's just not. As crazy good as it could be, which I really appreciate. It balances out the 25-point line. I think we already have so many good, cheap figures. We don't need any more crazy, nutty, cheap figures. But I like this Spider-Man. He's really neat. I think he's a great play in Sealed. I think for 90 points, getting a 50-50 Super Senses and a pretty long dial with charge Flurry is really good in Sealed. So I think he's like... Pretty much an insta-play in Sealed. He helps buff Avengers and give them the Spider-Man TA, at least. Um, He gives them team player. They can auto-copy it from him. He can also take the Avengers team ability in Sealed. So I just... This is a really solid Spider-Man. He's very unique, and I like that we got another very unique Spider-Man after we got an already really crazy cool Spider-Man from the last set. So, bravo. He's pretty fun, but that's Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. I really...
0: I like how he's a
1: major boost to Avengers. And then it's also just friendly characters that are adjacent. He's also a boost to, but your positioning has to be either on point or he's like not nearly as useful. Cause you're, you're right. not picking like, uh, I don't know what's a copyable team of it. You're not picking like police and then trying to sidestep and like get people into position. You have to get people in a position yeah. and then have them like copy something. But Yeah. Cool sculpt, too. Really decent it sculpt. It is neat, yeah. All right. Next up, we have uh, like Pickle and Spicy Mustard Thor. Is this out? Yeah. Uh, very so, interesting. The <laughs> yeah. Hydra. It's just Hammer. So uh, we have the Hydra Thor variant, which is the non-prime. He comes in at 80 points. He's pretty simple. He's got two distinct lines. He's only got one point value that he can be played at, but there's a pretty... Di- distinct part of his dial that changes so for 80 points you get seven clicks of life you get the hydra four trait which we've seen but it's when a friendly character with hydra team ability is ko'd modifier hammers damage plus one until the end of your next turn and then he also has the might of hydra friendly characters with the hydra team ability can use it for close or range attacks which is really solid makes a building with like a hydra team pretty pretty interesting He has zero range, one lightning bolt, flight, and then he has a special attack power to combo with his first three clicks, which are charge, impervious, and electric surges, which gives him quake. When Hammer knocks back one or more opposing characters after resolutions, you may choose a character he knocked back. If you do, deal one damage to each opposing character adjacent to the chosen character. So a little way to get some free damage off potentially. Pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, Top click, he's an 11 for 4 with an 18 impervious. And then he keeps that 11 for his first 3 clicks, but drops down to 3 damage. And then on his second half of his dial, which starts on click 4 and goes to click 7, I'm calling it a second half. You can't play him automatically at this point in line, but it is just the same powers. He has Flurry, Pulse Wave, Toughness, and Close Combat Expert, which is an odd combo, but I kind of like it because he can... Pulse wave if he's like adjacent, which yeah, it gives him four range. It's just four no matter what. Uh, he can flurry with that close combat expert, but like on click four, probably not gonna flurry because he's only an eleven for three. On click maybe six or seven, where he's a thirteen for four, might flurry on those clicks. Pretty solid, um, but yeah, it just gives you a lot of options, and you already got him in close, so kind of just having him do a couple pulse waves or some flurrying. It's not bad. Uh I'm not super stoked if I pull this guy in sealed cuz 80 points he seems a little bit easier to take down than the previous two that we talked about just cuz he does go straight from impervious to toughness and there is some decent amounts of uh penetrating damage in this set. But again, Bowman. Yeah, Can't Bowman. Forget about- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh but I, I do think he's got assassin brute hydra soldier. I do think on any of those teams uh, but mostly on Hydra is where you're going to find him because yeah making Hydra work for range or close attacks is pretty cool and then if any like generic Hydra fodder dies he gets plus one damage which could make him real nasty right off the bat
0: yeah and Hammer's prime counterpart we get thor to round out our avengers prime our avengers trinity this Thor's, is i don't know he's kind of interesting he's way different than a lot of thors so i like him uh he's quite odd though right away he has cosmic energy in the mystics team ability which is already not team abilities thor usually gets i mean no. i get it he is like as guardian a god a mystical deity type thing so maybe mystics makes sense but I also could take that as maybe a, a lightning back at you yeah. type mechanic.
1: I'm picturing you know, that thing. more as like a... Yeah, you like punch him
0: and he's got like this aura of Crackling. Lightning. Yeah. Yeah. And then cosmic energy where it's like, you know, sure, he's an uh, Asgardian, so very cosmic-y in nature and maybe not very easy to outwit something like that Uh, he's got five range triple target i do love a good triple target thor though he's 150 points he has nine clicks of life he is as guardian avengers deity and warrior for keywords his first trade is crack of crack of thunder pulse wave when thor uses it and the attack roll is doubles hit opposing characters are dealt three damage instead that is kind of gnarly with some dice replacements i really like that Uh, that can be Kind of pretty nuts, pretty fast actually, which I really like. The second trait is this: is How you define friendship. At the beginning of the game, choose a keyword or a team ability. Opposing characters with the chosen keyword or team ability modify damage minus one when attacking Thor or adjacent friendly characters. Now they, they do have to be adjacent. This is really interesting. Uh, so this Thor does not the Avengers team ability, which is wild. Like. I don't know when the last time they made some of three team abilities was, but I think we've maxed it out at three before, so I don't know why he doesn't have Avengers, but he kind of has a different thing where you can choose a keyword or team ability. It's been a
1: while, but we have seen four on a single character before.
0: Have we seen Thor? like I knew Hydra Cap had three back in ADW. I think it was... And I know that was, like, forever ago. The OG Onslaught had... Okay. X-Men, Brotherhood?
1: Yeah, X-Men, Brotherhood, Fantastic Four, and maybe... Uh
0: ultimate X-Men? I don't I ultimate don't remember. X-Men, that'd be wild. Okay. But so but this Thor, he just chooses the Q routine ability. Then they just modify their damage minus one when attacking Thor, which is really strong. He's got good reducers. He has ESD impervious for his defense, so he can still be penetrated the whole way through. That doesn't stop at all, but he just can't be outwitted because he has cosmic energy. And then so that's his defense power, which he has on his first Five clicks of life, and then also on his first five clicks, he has a damage power, which is ranged combat expert shape change. So he's already a 12 for four top dial with pensai, five range, triple targets. He's actually going to be a 13 for five because he has ranged combat expert. Uh, The shape change on top of that is super nice. Thor isn't usually a shape changey guy, but well, I mean, I'll take it, you know, sure yeah and he has shape change his entire dial he actually (coughs) keeps it i want to know about this appearance of thor it's just a very unique thor dial the first five clicks i'm like oh yeah that's straight up thor shape change is a little weird but that's straight up thor then down dial it is these last four clicks are hypersonic steel energy invulnerability and then just normal shape change for the bottom half and it's it's really interesting that thor gets this much shape change this is like probably more shape change on a Thor dial than he's gotten in his entire life. I feel like it, nine full clicks of shape change just seems wild to me for a Thor. I'd never, never pegged him as the shape change guy. Well, I mean, obviously Earth X Thor has shape change, but like Loki is making him look like a woman at that point, so his shape right. is actually changed. You know, he looks different. So this just like standard Thor having shape change is
1: really. Odd. I'm just picturing like somebody um, targets him with an attack, and he like taps his hammer on the ground, turns into Eric Masterson. You know, then like. That'd be wild. It it was Eric Masterson and
0: not Donald Blake. Oh, yeah. Donald. (laughs) Turns into a totally different dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is Thor
0: Odinson. I could see the um, argument being made. If this was like Thunderstrike, like Thunderstrike is Thor because he was Thor in comics for a while. If this was him, I'd be like, oh, yeah, give him shape change all day because he kind of had a mask hiding who he was. And people were unsure if this was actually Thor at that time. also a little odd that he...
1: Flight is missing from like normally what is seen as. Like, a I do. S- I do see flight isn't on there on HC realms. Is that true yeah. on everything, man? Yeah, uh, I'm looking at the dial on eBay just to verify. Um,
0: it's the real picture. I'm just. But I'm just yeah, out the card the, I actually traded for one recently.
1: This also won't be the last Thor without flight.
0: Wow, we'll see, he really so. can't fly. What man? This is the weirdest Thor dial. I mean, it's unique. It's really cool, but this. And maybe this is like the whole thor doesn't fly he just like throws his hammer in the air and it pulls him yeah um, it's even stranger because uh the hydra like hammer does fly hammer can so. fly oh what hammer can fly but thor can't wow maybe they're just like this thor is already so stacked don't give him flight or yeah. proof targeting or <laughs> proof movement or anything that is wild i would have liked to see at least ignores elevated because you know thor doesn't really fly and like carry people with him that much like really so I could have seen maybe just some ignores elevated uh as like a hammer jump type ability. This is weird. This is a very unique Thor. Um I like, you know, so props to you for making a unique Thor, but man, he I want to know what appearance this Thor is like rooted in because it's just so different. But anyways, that's Thor. Really cool, really unique. I can't wait to play him, but he's just very very different. Yeah.
1: Um He does have real name Thor Odinson. Uh, on the back of the card. I was looking because... Okay, on, so on it's HD not On Realms, they have Donald Blake, question mark. <laughs> but no, it is listed as Thor Odinson. All right, next up is 042. That's Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan. A uh, whole lot of stuff going on with her in the comics lately. Uh, she has the Avengers team ability two targets with zero range. She's got a 110 point line and a 50 point line. She's got the Avengers, champions and humans and celebrity keywords. Uh, So pretty interesting at 110 points, you get seven clicks of life at 50 points. You only get four clicks of life. So at 110, the main difference is you're getting three clicks of invincible and you're starting off with super strength for two clicks. And then at the 50 point line, you're starting at invulnerable with quake, but regardless of the point value, you start with her special speed power. That is what if we did a cool, what if we did cool team up moves, choose one to last until you choose again, tiny size, when an adjacent uh, character, when an adjacent character begins, a move after resolutions, you may place miss Marvel adjacent to them, which is crazy. That means it also works with opposing characters. Um, standard size and flurry or colossal size and charge no giant size option it's tiny standard or colossal but i i think obviously um being able to free place her adjacent to somebody is pretty cool you can't see choose one to last until you choose again Must be missing like the free text or something because there's got to be something that activates that. Uh, it is free, choose one until okay. HC Realms, why you do this to me? Uh, so yeah, you could free choose tiny size and then move somebody up, place her next to them after resolutions, and then free like so. This is next turn, so one turn you pick tiny. The next turn, you move somebody up adjacent to an opposing character, free place her next to them, and then you get to free choose flurry or charge or whatever you want to do. Pretty interesting options. Uh, Then she has two traits. So she starts with that speed power on both dials. Uh, Just to quickly go over her bottom half, if you start her at 50, she's a 10 with quake, 2 damage with empower, Keeps that 2 damage and power until click 7, where she goes up to 4 damage with a 12 attack, 17 defense with regen, and 6 speed with charge. She doesn't have access to that speed power anymore on those last 3 clicks. But she does still have her traits, which one is just Close Combat Expert and Shape Change, which is a great combo for her. Uh, so all of her stats, her whole dial, are basically plus 1 attack and plus 1 damage damage meaning that bottom dial she's a 13 for 5 and then top dial she could be a 12 for 4 and then her second trait is this is just like the fanfic i wrote or a fanfic i wrote when establishing theme teams choose a keyword for miss marvel to gain this game if miss marvel is on a theme team for a keyword printed on her card she can use probability control if she is on a on a theme team for a keyword not printed on her card she can use perplex so hmm Two different ways to play her. You could play her Avengers, Celebrity Champions, and Humans, or you can sneak her on to literally any other team, and she still gets the benefit of Perplex. doesn't even have to be themed. She just doesn't get uh, Prob or Perplex, but she could still fill roles like having people remove action tokens from her with leadership or being mastermind fodder, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, pretty cool. I think in Sealed... Man, it's rough, but I think her 50 point line is probably where it's at in Sealed. It depends on what else you pull, because at 110 points, she's not going to get like one shot by any means. Um, And you can do like the tiny size thing, like I was talking, and kind of get like an alpha off with her. It's like a turn two kind of attack situation. But I think she's just a big target because of how much damage she can potentially do with that flurry and close combat expert.
0: So. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about the fifty-point line sealed though. When again, I hate to say it, when Bowman exists, yeah, and like one tapster, just... like yeah. yeah, he kills a lot of uh, a lot of stuff real, real easily. I do. I don't know. I really like that fanfic trait though. That's really fun. And that's really neat for just playing on theme or keyword cheating and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, like that it opens—it's just really cool. Opens up a
1: lot of fun teams. Like, there's already people with like the detective keyword cheating, and now she could join that. She could be your perplex for detective teams if you're doing the uh, case file things. Oh uh, yeah, the what? What are those mystery cards? Mystery card. Yeah, yeah. Mystery case card you got
0: got
1: Uh Yeah, she could be one of your detectives doing like their whole perplex thing to to close a case on the mystery files. Um that's pretty cool. Obviously getting prob is pretty beneficial and fairly likely if if you're like playing Avengers, I think that um in this set it's a fairly
0: optional team pretty, to pull. Pretty good chance. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. Pretty pretty solid. But, all right, after Ms. Marvel, ah, man, uh, we should have done it the other way. I have to talk about normal absorbing, man. Ah, shoot, that's okay. He's still pretty, he's pretty fun in his own right. All right, so Carl Crusher Creel, this is just just Crusher. He's nothing cool. He's just Crusher. Uh, Has Brute, Lethal Legion, Masters of Evil, Mystical, and of course, the Wrecking Crew keyword. Masters of Evil team ability, zero range, one target, no special combat symbols. He is 90 points. I really, I really do like him a lot. His improved movement is destroys blocking when he moves through. it. He has two traits and a special defense power. So first up, really quickly, he is like 6-speed charge, super slow, 11 attack, 19 defense impervious, 3 damage, a close combat expert. So he's a 3 reach, 12 for 4 at close. So Interesting. First trait, swinging the wrecking ball. Oh, hey, this makes him a little better. Improved targeting ignores characters. And it gives him Giant Reach 4, which is really cool. Absorb Man considers all characters, within four squares in line of fire, as adjacent to him for the purposes of the Masters of Evil team ability. So just map, or not map wide, but four square wide, Masters of Evil is really good. You have your other Wrecking Crew members running up and punching them. They'll have a minus one defense if old uh, Carl Creel here is within four squares in line of fire. So that's really cool. He also ignores characters, which is super helpful for that. So I like that a lot. It's a unique way of doing his ball and chain than just giving him, like, Quake or something. It's really cool. Second trait, duplicated properties. When Absorbing Man hits after resolutions, he may choose an equipment equipped to the hit opposing character. Until he chooses again, Absorbing Man can use the effect of that equipment. Pretty neat. He stole that equipment's effect. Pretty darn cool. They can still use it, but he just also gets to use it. So that's cool. His special defense power, which is on his second click, his fourth click, and his seventh click, and you're like, wow, Calder, that's really weird. That must be a stop click or something, and yet you would be right. It's stop invincible, secondary adamantium ring. I didn't realize, uh, not only did he, does he absorb the Uru metal, but he absorbs some adamantium, and that gives him stop invincible, which is pretty solid. He has a pretty simple dial. He loses his close combat expert on click four, which is one of his stop clicks. He goes on to some flurry, toughness, battle fury at the end there. But 90 points, he's very straightforward. He's very fun. He's a very simple old Carl Crusher Creel, and I enjoy him. I think he's cool. I'll play him with the the whatever, legacy carded Wrecking Crew sometime. I think he's a pretty fun figure. But that's him. He's simple. I think in Sealed, it's great. He has three stock clicks, and they all have her Invincible on them. Stop Invincible is nutty, so I think he's great. Yeah.
1: I do like the ability that he can, like, start with equipment and then potentially, quote-unquote, steal someone's equipment. But the thing I hate about those kind of effects is
0: you have no idea what's going to, like, what's going to be optionable. First, you have to hit, but then second, it's, like... I don't know how much that trade is, like, affecting his point cost, too. Because, like, in Sealed, it just doesn't happen. There's There's no equipment in this set, you know, versus, like... I mean, constructed, I don't know, pretty high chance. There's a lot of equipment going around. It's yeah, pretty popular. a lot of swords, a lot of, a lot of cloaks. A lot of stuff, man. Um, yeah, I, don't,
1: I don't know what you're going to most... I would think if you were play, playing him in a, like a competitive tournament, the most likely thing that you will always face is probably a cloak. That's going to be on yeah, a that's lot a of teams. High Otherwise, he's going to pick up some blades pretty easily. All right, next up. It's the silver paint job version of old Carl. His real name is just Carl, but this is the prime absorbing man. He comes in at 125 points. Just kidding, but kind of, not really, sort of. He is
0: kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah. You can play him at 125 points. He has the cosmic energy and masters of evil team abilities. He has a super wonky dial, um, I'm not going to go over all the stats. I'm just going to pick out some random highlights. On clicks 7 and 8, he has a 12 and 13 attack. Otherwise, he bounces 11, 10, 11, 10, 9, 11, blah, blah, blah. Uh, His defense ranges from 16 at its lowest on click 6 to 20 on its highest on click 5. And then he's also got like two 19s, some 18s, some 17s. His damage likewise kind of bounces all over the place where he's got 3s, 4s, 2, 1. Just very wonky dial. Toughness the whole dial though. Uh, and then he doesn't really alternate in any kind of pattern that makes sense. But he does get Quake, Steel Energy, Precision Strike, Super Strength at different points in his dial. And at, on one click, he does have Steel Energy with Flurry. It's on click two, so it's like the worst click to have Steel Energy Flurry. But mm, yeah, yeah, it's just a very wonky dial, uh, but it's actually pretty good dial too. Um, I will say on his highest defense click is also with his lowest attack value, but a four damage. And then on his highest attack value click, it is his lowest damage value. But he does have close combat expert, so he's actually a 14 for 2 with precision strike on that click. But yeah, definitely look up the dial to see what I'm talking about. It's just a wild, wacky dial. No special powers at all. 10 clicks long, very crazy. Uh, three range, two lightning bolts, I assume, to mimic his ball and chain. And then he's got the Brute Earth X. Future, Masters of Evil, Robot, and Wrecking Crew keywords. Now, two of those should have stuck out to you. Um, Mm. That'd be, of course, Brute and Masters of Evil. Just why would he have those? Oh, Uh, really? Yeah? yeah. Those (laughs) are the ones? Earth-X and Robot. Seems, seems, hmm, hmm. Pretty specific. He has improved mm-hmm. movement, destroys blocking, and then the first trait that I'm going to go over is probably the only way that anyone will really play him, and that is split into pieces. Split my creel into pieces. I think Jay already made that joke, but he did uh, already make that yeah. meme. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty. Good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, so this is sideline active. If absorbing man is on your sideline at the beginning of the game and starting with you, you and you an opponent each generate two fragment markers into any square on the map, not within three squares of a starting area or one another or another fragment marker. So we've seen effects like this where you place markers. They can't be within three squares of each other or a starting area. Um, So you place these markers at the beginning of your turn. You may place each fragment marker up to two squares from its current square. All characters have free place a fragment marker in this character's square up to two squares away. And then if all four fragment markers are in the same square, remove them from the game and generate Absorbing Man on click one into the last square the markers occupied. So similar to Destroyer, uh, the Prime Destroyer, this Prime Absorbing Man can sit on your sideline for zero points and then potentially come into the game. I don't know how easy this would be. I think... You could definitely build a team to get this to pop off f- more frequently than not. But it wouldn't be something that I would bank on. And obviously since uh, he's not costing you anything for being on your sideline other than a prime slot, I think it's worth it uh, worth it to try it a few times at least. And then his second trait is react to everything, become anything. At the beginning of your turn and when Absorbing Man is attacked, choose a standard power. Absorbing Man can use the chosen power this turn and that is Protected Pulse Wave. So that's literally any just any power. You could do Pulse Wave, you could do uh, Charge, Sidestep, anything like that. But yeah, the biggest thing is getting him into the game. I think if you pull this guy in sealed, you have to play him because he is Cosmic Energy. He is a really long, stupid dial. He does just get to pick powers at the beginning of your turn. And I don't know. He is kind of just like a good bruiser. Uh, you're probably picking like more defensive powers if you're paying 125 for them, but no, I I definitely think I want to uh, kind of rack my brain and build a team that can construct Creel from the fragments. I think that seems like a fun.
0: I think it's really cool. It might just be my. One of my new favorite like figures that they've designed. It's really cool. I think it's super fun. He really will cool be way on to, like to show him every sideline, basically like sideline on like every team, whether it makes sense or not. Probably he's just, he's gonna be there. Yeah. If like, I'm not running just, a
1: prime nah, main force, so then
0: I would absolutely sideline him
1: over Destroyer because it just seems like it's also one of those things where I love distracting my opponent with like dumb stuff, which is why I like mission yeah points. It's like, hey, I'm doing this thing over here. And they're like, oh, better stop you from that. And I'm like, psych. I'm actually just trying to shoot you
0: for seven damage. Yeah. All right. Next up, after Zorman, we have Starbrand. This character is so simple on paper. And yet, wow, are they effective in Sealed? I think they are the set balance... Uh, that a sealed set needs, honestly. It This character's kind of insane. So Starbrand, what does old Brandy do here? She has Avengers, she has Cosmic, and Guardians of the Galaxy. She has Cosmic Energy, and she has the Guardians team ability. She also is 75 points. She has six range, one bolt. She has no special combat symbols at all. She cannot fly, despite being all power cosmic-y and whatnot. It's very strange. It's very unique. It's very interesting. Trait: Born to Protect Earth. When Starbrand attacks one or more opposing characters with the Cosmic keyword or that have Cosmic Energy team ability, modify her combat values +1. When Starbrand is attacked by a character with a Cosmic keyword or that has Cosmic Energy team ability, modify her combat values +1. So she will be a. She's already ranged combat expert. So she's already a 12 for four. She'll be a 13 for five against someone with the Cosmic Energy team ability or keyword. When being attacked, she'll be a 19 defense. That is pretty darn good that is crippling and sealed against like thanos against beyonder against korvac all that stuff it's pretty good set balance uh, intra set balance or whatever pretty cool second trait bestow the star brand power choose another friendly character and standard power that star brand can use Until your next turn the chosen character can use the chosen power and modifies their combat values plus one Dang. so now if you want to hand out running shots, invulnerability range combat expert whatever and give them plus one of their combat values. You can do that. So for 75 points, this, I mean, this is a big point sink to do something like that. But still, you have a character that doesn't have vulnerability. Boom. They have it now. You're going to make a really big swing. You give them range combat expert plus, plus one of their combat values. Holy smokes. Now they are a plus two to attack, plus two to damage. You know, extra reach, plus one to range, plus one to speed. Like, it's gnarly. Right? It's really good. Can make some pretty sweet moves off of that. And then also, she has her... Sp- that that trade allows you to
1: essentially trigger her first trait but against characters without cosmic energy. So also
0: true, yeah, yeah. for someone else. Yeah, it's a good little workaround. Um, and then her attack power that she has for her first three clicks while she has running shot is range, make a range attack and all other characters than two squares of the original target also become targets. This is just kind of a little different, a little unique, a little way to multi-target stuff, so it's kind of cool. But man, she is really good. I mean, at 75 points, you're like, okay, if you're really worried about these big Thanoses, this big whatever stuff, I think she's worth putting on the team. However, she is like an 18 invulnerability, and once again, Bowman oh uh, can really cut her down to size pretty easily. But man, if she can get the first hit off on a lot of people, she—I mean, she's a 12 for four. She's no slouch. She targets a bunch of people. She can give all these other values. I don't think she's a constructed piece you really mess around with for like serious competitive play. 75 but seems I like think a lot. 75 is a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot for what she does. But man, I think uh, casually this is a really fun figure to mess around with and see what you can do. I do and like. I think she was really necessary for in this set. So yeah, um,
1: make a range attack and all other characters, so you can potentially assign damage to uh, friendly characters because if they're within two oh. of the original target, yeah. Looks so that. you could you know. Do some activation click kind of stuff. I think that's we're okay. seeing that way less often nowadays, but that is interesting at the very least. Also become tart, yeah. So it gets around gets around shape yeah. changes, and stuff like that for uh, the additional people. Alright. Now we're moving on to Moonstone. So we've got Dr. Carla Sofen Sofan. Yeah, Uh, she's got the Celebrity, Dark Avengers, Masters of Evil, Scientist, and Thunderbolts keywords. Uh, She's got the Team Player Team ability, 4 range, 1 lightning bolt, comes in at 80 points or 25 points. For 25 points, you only get the first two clicks, and then she would be KO'd if you only pay 25 after she crosses over click 2 to click 3, whereas if you pay 80 points... From click two to click three, she lands on a stop super senses and invulnerability click. So, Mm. Dr. Oz-esque kind of effect going on. Uh, She has a trait, that's the whole, if Moonstone is 25 points, she is KO'd when her dial clicks past the red KO line, protected pulse wave. So, on her first two clicks, if you're playing her at 25 points, you get... Phasing Teleport Stealth, Passenger 3, but only to carry characters that share a keyword with her, regardless of size. So, great little economical taxi for 25 points for Celebrity Dark Dark Avengers, Masters of Evil, Scientist, and Thunderbolts. She has improved targeting through characters. So, that's basically all she's doing if you're paying 25 points. She does have two rollouts and Pulse Wave for those first two clicks. So, I guess she could be a small threat like a little offensive threat that like they can't ignore but if you pay the 80 points when she hits click three she lands on stop super senses and invulnerability she gets running shot psychic blast with an 11 for three she gets outwit for the rest of her dial which is clicks three through seven uh, after that stop click she goes on to regular invulnerability she keeps running shot for clicks four and five goes down to eight speed instead of 11 speed which she is pretty fast like it's it's an activation click kind of thing so you're not starting with this but 11 speed is pretty fast nowadays um, and then on her last two clicks she gets charge super strength so she goes to a little bit of close combat and then Last click on click 7, she gets that stop click again. So she once again hits stop, super senses, and invulnerability. I think she's a pretty interesting play in sealed. It depends on what else you pull, uh, whether you're playing her at 25 or 80. But I think for 80 points, having something that you can just like force your opponents to. she just got phasing and stealth. So you could phase her up, base somebody. She's got two rollouts if they don't hit her. Then she's got Pulse Wave. If they do hit her, then you've got a running shot, like Psychic Blast, Outwit piece. So, I don't know. Yeah. I like it. I think it kind of depends on a lot of what you pull and uh, your play style. I normally don't like characters that don't get good until they've taken damage because you can kind of just ignore them. But with Pulse
0: Wave, that's kind of not true for her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like her. She's neat. I like a good Thunderbolt, Stark, Avengers, Masters of Evil, Taxi. I mean, that's pretty cool. She had a bit of an activation click. If she were like 100 points, I'd be like, man, I hate the idea of an activation click at like that much. But she's right. She can still Pulse Wave. And then you should just slam her in the thick of it, right? Like, okay, if you don't hit me, I'm Pulse in your next turn. Okay, if you do hit me, well, guess what? I am now Stop, Invulnerability, Super Senses, Running Shot, Pen Blast outwit, whatever. You know, like, it's like, a, okay, this kind of sucks either way type situation. It's a tough choice to make, so I'm kind of down for it. I, I can dig it. Yeah. After old Dr. Sofen here, we go on to Morgan Le Fay. She is, she is interesting. She is unique. I had a buddy player in Sealed. I think it was Spencer White. Played her in Sealed that day, and was, she was... Well, just get into her. She is the Mystics team ability. She has five range, one bolt. She has flight. She is a hundred points, or I think 50... 40 points. Okay, wow, cool. She is the necromancer trait leadership mastermind. When Morgan Le Fay uses leadership and succeeds, you may instead generate a zombie bystander. We'll get into those all the way at the end, but just keep in mind they those are also things that she does. Her special speed power. She has for her first four clicks and only on her hundred point line. You don't get this on her 40 point line Mind control. My control is free, but only to target an adjacent character. So she doesn't have like a classical move attack. She has mind control is free, but only to target somebody's who's adjacent. She has 10 speed, so just run her all the way up there and mind control someone, I guess, is what you're going to want to do. And it's not a bad idea. She's a 12 for two. She's got a really high attack value, probably going to hit. She also has precision strike. It's not too bad. Next up, she has ESD and Super Senses for her defense power on the first couple of clicks. And then on her damage power on the first couple of clicks is Close Combat Expert and Power and Probability Control. So she runs all the way up. She Mind Controls you with Close Combat Expert. She's a 13 attack value with Precision Strike. Probably hits. Thankfully, she also has Probability Control to make her really hit. Um, And then she can empower whoever she just Mind controlled against one of their teammates. Yeah. Pretty neat. I like it. It's really unique. I will say the only thing that's a bit of a bummer is, again, the ESD Super Senses. Uh, she does at least have Mastermind, too. so She needs to fly up and carry a zombie with her. I think depending on how you want to play her, is like, okay, did I get a zombie? I did. Okay, I'll fly all the way up, mind control somebody, as long as I can carry that zombie with me and have someone for mastermind fodder. If not, maybe keep her back a little bit. You know, maybe just wait until you get that zombie. After those first four clicks, though, she falls off really, really hard. So you're going to want to keep that mastermind fodder. She loses everything on a click five, and now she is a sidestep toughness shape change. And like that, those are her only powers, the rest of her dial. So keep that in mind. Falls off pretty hard. Yeah, she can still make zombies at that point. Still make zombies. Oh, absolutely not near but then that's all but then that's all she's doing yeah so for 40 points it starts on that sidestep shape change she has five range she's 11 attack three damage four clicks of life not a bad 40 points making zombies it's solid mystics the zombies also really cool has mystics as well it is a four speed sidestep nine attack with nothing 16 defense with toughness two damage with nothing uh Roderick cliche says it shares the first click with the undead set zombie shambler figures so that's cool yeah. so yeah basically you want to try to hit the leadership on the zombies get them you got mastermind fodder then they're pretty solid they're also just things that have mystics which is like oh mastermind of this thing i take a mystics damage that doesn't feel good so yeah i like morgan lefay she's really neat she's a very uniquely designed figure but uh she falls off she falls off pretty hard and that's just what you have to be aware of you gotta you can't just throw her in there and hope everything's all right you gotta play her a little smart no so yeah i think in constructed
1: she heavily needs like galactus or gauntlet or something that gives her like protected outwit because yeah you you really want to keep that ESD super senses, but even more than that, you want to keep that mastermind, because if they outwit that mastermind, she really doesn't have a whole lot... She's got nothing to reduce any damage, but she really doesn't have a whole lot uh, to protect her. But no, I do think it's really cool. I think it's a really neat take on her, and it the way it, the powers kind of flow, the leadership mastermind generates somebody. I mean, we've seen that before, but the mind control as free... But only for close and then close combat expert, and then, like you said, empower to empower the person that she just mind controlled. It all really works together well and it's pretty fun. Next, no, I like it is super adaptoid, the regular super adaptoid, real name the adaptoid. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> the adaptoid comes in at 100 points or 150 points, and for 150 points. I can't see where the difference is on that point
0: value. I don't know where it is either. Yeah, I don't know. There's no, and I've looked at the card. I Mm. own the figure. There is no point line that says this figure's second point value is this. But for some reason, So they were supposed to have like a
1: split, but didn't.
0: Yeah, they don't have a split Uh. anywhere. My guess is it's click three or four. Yeah. Or maybe it's five. It's three, four, or five. I know that's like a big window. But yeah. It's like somewhere in there. I five five feel seems like a, a bit of a stretch. I was like, I, I would pay, pay 100, 100 no. points for five, but I would pay 100 for click four yeah. down with that special defense and everything. But yeah. So, well, I mean, the
1: way that technically reads is you could pay 100 points and start on click one right now until they uh
0: yeah but you just don't get to choose the two uh defense powers instead oh yeah Yeah. actually, that whole defense thing is based on point value so maybe it is like a click three split because you need that defense power to even make sense so maybe it is click three for the second line because it's all about that defense power and that damage power or maybe it is just straight up 50 points more to be able to to choose two powers instead I don't know. I kind of can't tell with this figure. Yeah. With the misprints recently, it's <laughs> sadly it's like, well, I don't know if this is what they're going for or... I'll read yeah. it the way
1: uh, where you could play it as 100 points for click 1 through 8 or 150 points for 1 through 8 and the only difference is you get to pick more powers for 50 points more. That almost makes sense to me. If this was AI, if this was like 6 years ago, that's the way it would have been. Yeah. Alright. Super adaptoid Has the armor and robot keywords, uh, five range, one lightning bolt, team player, team ability, like I said, comes in at 150 or 100 points, and we'll get into the traits that'll determine which point value you really want to play it at. Uh, for the first six clicks, you have sidestep, a special attack power on clicks one and two, and then on five and six, a special defense power from clicks one through four, and a special damage power on the first two clicks and the last two clicks. Pretty solid stats. Click one, you've got 12 for four, 18 defense, And it's 11 for 4. You get some ranged combat expert on clicks 3 and 4. So you're still a 12 for 4 on both of those, at least for ranged attacks. And then clicks 5 and 6, you switch over to close combat expert. So you're down to an 11 for 4 for close attacks. And then the last two clicks is where the dial changes a little bit. You go from sidestep to flurry. You get steel energy, invulnerability, and then, like I said, that special damage power. So that special damage power is Arrows and Iron Fists free. Choose one to use until your next turn. If Super Adaptoid is 150 points, choose two instead. So the things that you can choose from are Modify Attack and Damage plus one. Pretty solid. Super Adaptoid deals Penetrating Damage. Also very good. When Super Adaptoid attacks, opposing characters can't use Shape Change or Super Senses. I think 50 points is maybe worth being able to pick two of those. Maybe even three for 50 Pretty good. But uh, pretty good. But, yeah, combining any two of those, dealing penetrating damage, and then saying opposing characters can't use shape change or super senses when a super adaptoid picks, or, yeah, attacks, means zero rollouts outside of, like, specialized ones. But, yeah, no super senses, no shape change, no impervious. Pretty solid. So that's the special damage power on clicks one, two, and seven and eight. The special attack power on clicks one and two and five and six is hammer and hex bolts, energy explosion, force blast, quake. If super adaptoid is 150 points when it uses energy explosion or quake, you may choose a targeted character opposing characters within two squares in line of fire of the chosen character become targets as well, which not as cool as the damage, the damage power. um, I'll say it's still pretty neat, but I don't think it's, Like, this isn't why I'm paying 150 points. I'm not paying 150 points for that part. Um, And then the special defense power that's on clicks one through four is shield and density shift free. Choose one to use until your next turn. If Super super Adaptoid is 150 points, choose two instead. Energy shield deflection, impervious super senses. So pretty solid options. Um, I think... Top dial, I'm probably always picking impervious just in case I do get hit. Uh, if I'm playing at 150, maybe ESD super senses, so I'm a 20 and then I have a rollout. I should also mention there's external threat analyzed, which is a trait. Shape change. Super adaptoid can use the effect of all equipment equipped to opposing characters within range and line of fire. That's probably something worth mentioning. It's pretty uh, good. Trait shape <laughs> pretty good. Is good. Uh, the effect of all equipment equipped, i.e., don't see this guy being a competitive piece for 150 points i think i've seen uh equipment stealing stuff at around 100 work pretty effectively before at 100 like at about the 100 point line so i could definitely see a yeah, shape change super senses uh character for 100 points maybe doing like some equipment yeah. stealing i think that's within the realm of possibility and it's still like i said very good values if you're doing the plus one attack and damage or penetrating damage or whatever um, top dial that's an 11 for five and then uh, giant size so can't normally start equipped this super adaptoid but does get the great size willpower roll on a three through six which is
0: pretty solid it's good I like that we're getting a classic green super adaptoid back we haven't had one made since like mutations and monsters or something so it's been forever, like, the big green Super yeah, Adaptoid. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I like it. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Man, it looked so cool. Yeah. And then the next Super Adaptoid they made was, like, the new sleek, just the plain white void dude. Oh, um, right. It was, like, a, just an outline of, like, a body, which is, like, ah, uh, see how he's not all junkie and got all this stuff it's because he's better technology or blah 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 something he doesn't look cool though um then we have the new cool the old but cool looking adaptoid back which is really fun uh the next adaptoid cindy moon is like a name that sounds familiar but i don't know who she is uh i can't place it off the top of my head but cindy moon sounds familiar i don't know she has reporter armor and spider-man family Keywords, so maybe that's where she comes from. Maybe she's like in the Tobey Maguire movies. I have no idea. I mean, but Cindy Moon here she's is also, also she's a super adept comics. Oh, she's silk. Okay. So then it's silk. I don't remember that her makes... getting the armor, but apparently. You know. You know. I don't know either. I don't know if this is exactly what it was like or if it was like something else. And this is like as close as they got to doing like a sculpt, not really a sculpt swap, but like using the same, you know, prime sculpt. I was like, it's the same. We got to repaint a little bit, maybe move one or two bits and bobs around. And there we go. So I don't know how close they got it. But, anyways, she is five range, two targets. She can fly. She has the Spider Man team ability. Very cool. She has one trait a special attack power and special damage power. She's either at 140 points or she's 80 points a little different little unique i like the 140 point line it feels better than the five click long 80 point line with a 17 defense and like sidestep 10 attack top dial so she's a running shot 11 attack 18 defense four damage top dial with those special attack and defense powers she has an 18 willpower willpower her first five clicks actually um but we're going to explain away why there's only willpower. Because she has traded invincible super senses super strength. That's protect or sorry, safeguard outwit. Yeah, that's kinda dumb. So everything I'm about to say, just keep in mind, she also has invincible, super senses, super strength. So fifty-fifty senses the entire time you can't outwit. Invincible the entire time you can't outwit. And also super strength is there because why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Her special attack power, the chance for first two clicks, we break for two clicks for some pensai, and then on her last four clicks, web of hammers. When Super Adaptoid hits, if the attack roll was doubles, after resolutions, you may have a hit character unequip any equipped equipment, then make a close terrain attack as free targeting that character regardless of adjacency when she does she may treat any one terrain marker including objects within line of fire as if they are held uh, range in line of fires if they're held so she running shot up hits you if it's doubles a dumb amount of stuff happens which yeah. is insane um so there is no period she after up, like the unequipped uh,
1: ultimate nullifier out of reed richard's hands yep, breaks it and it then grabs the this she- with, grabs it with her web
0: slaps him in the face with it it's really cool it's really neat uh, but all of that is hinging off rolling doubles yeah if you don't roll doubles not literally none of that happens none of it there's no like period after the whole uh equip thing no this is all part of this one power it's a lot of commas but it's really cool so yeah try to i don't know i'm just coming to this realization there's a lot of anti-equipment you just in this super rare, and we'll get to it here soon in the chase slot. Yeah, but man, there is some heavy anti equipment in this set, dude. We Holy just got smokes. to the. Uh,
1: I think we're we're what two sets in? Once this set's actually out, technically three sets. Yeah. in. but two sets into uh, the rule of uh, starting equipped, and there has been a heavy amount of anti object or
0: object copyability it kind is. of stuff going on. This doesn't these figures we've talked about so far don't stop me from playing equipment objects the chase we're about to get to may stop a lot of people honestly he's really stupid i don't like him um he's dumb we'll get to him when we cross that bridge but man there's a lot of anti-equipment in this stuff when the last two sets spider-man and batman both have had equipment uh there's there is some mess with equipment in spider-man but Dude, there's a ton of anti-equipment stuff in this set. Maybe that's just good balance because Got there it. is a ton. Almost everybody plays some kind of equipment, I'll so also it's say, good to have. Some as far as rolling doubles stuff. goes, there's a lot of uh, stuff that lets
1: you re-roll a single die or um, replace like a single die in an attack roll. Like, I don't know if if this super adaptoid themes at all with the sinister syndicate stuff, but I think there's something on there that let you uh,
0: replace like. One of your reporters or something could be on a team with like Venom. She has reporter and Spider Man family. I don't know what syndicate may have armor, but yeah, she's not a, a syndicate per You just be playing non theme, I guess, to put her on there and mess yeah, with that yeah. stuff. I'm pretty right? sure there's something in there that yeah. you. I don't They're, know. Uh, but, but yeah, there might be. Like if you, I heard Spider's you know, got armor. <laughs> yeah, you can find ways <laughs> yeah. to make her roll double. I guess oh, yeah, he's a prime and she's a prime. Never mind. But yeah, uh, and then she has trick arrows and spider silk bowstring, which is a really funny. Uh, just visual right there. This is her special damage power. She has for her first four clicks So it will be on her top line and her 80 point line and that is ranged combat expert when uh, Super that is given a ranged destroy action after resolutions You may place her in a square that was last occupied by the destroyed terrain if you do make a ranged attack So this can also just give you an insane reach. You're running shot up. That's four squares Five range destroy something within that five range then you're there. So this is actually a like a ten range range 14 overall reach running shot almost map wide running shot If you place a certain terrain in the right place destroy it go to the place it last occupied uh, Man, and if it's multiple squares in a square at last occupied you can easily actually get a f- easy full map reach with this So this is like really fun. Yeah, I like this super adapt I like this ability So she's a 12 for four top dial with that ability with her crazy web of hammers ability or if you want to do 80 points It starts with five clicks of life. She'll be 11 for four, but she'll just have sidestep. I just don't like the 80 point line at all, man. It's so many points for just such a low dial. If it was six clicks, if it was, I mean, but man, then it's like, okay, uh, 140 point line is just two more clicks of life for 60 points. I don't know, but the losing that three clicks of life, it's really tough for an 80 point line, but you know, maybe that just shows that that first three clicks is definitely worth the 60 points. It's a unique figure. It's definitely not, I think, a prime that gets played competitively at all in the cutthroat world of primes, but I think she's really fun to mess around with. She does a lot of really cool things, and I think they're really neat, and I think you'll have a lot of fun building with this super adaptoid. There's a lot of flavor put in there. Nothing crazy. A ton of flavor. Oh, yeah, it's one of the funnest, most cool pieces I've seen in a set. How funny it would have been if
1: they accidentally had made the attack power a range terrain attack as well. So it was like oh, you roll doubles, you do all you the, hit. the yeah. all the junk there, but then it also triggers the uh, after resolutions. You can place her in a square that was last occupied by the destroyed terrain. So then like really it's just it's like a 10-minute turn for one character rolling doubles. She, she triggers so many effects, man. It is really cool. She does. All right. Last super rare. We've got Clea, Sorcerer Supreme. She comes in at 150 points or 80 points. Both will start with the same, uh, roughly the same like output of powers. So for the first four clicks, she has running shot last four clicks. She has phasing teleport first four clicks. She has an attack power. That is the flames of Faltine fault. Faltine. I don't know. know. Flames of something. Faltine. It's the, she's Italian, um, Penetrating Psychic Blast, when Cleia Sorcerer Supreme makes a range attack after resolutions, give each opposing character damaged by an attack a flame a token. If they don't already have one, at the beginning of your turn, deal each character with a flame token one penetrating damage. When a character clears actions, remove any flame tokens from it. We've seen flame tokens or flame markers, that kind of effect before. This is just another way to do it, which is I mean, pretty decent. She does have triple lightning bolts with five range. And she has this attack power on both of her starting lines. Her st- second starting line, the 80-point line, starts on click four. where she That's the last click where she has this power. So, running shot, that attack power. Uh, she starts with invincible for her first two clicks. Then has a stop invincible super senses on click three. Her uh, second starting line on click four is super senses which she keeps until click eight where she gets that stop click again and then her first four clicks she has probability control with three damage she has the defenders and mystics team abilities with the defenders mystical okay. and ruler keywords and then the bottom of her dial she has four clicks of phasing teleport four clicks of incapacitate which I don't hate with triple incap, cap their triple target I don't hate incap on that bottom dial Uh, like I said, she has super senses and then that stop click and four clicks of perplex. I actually don't hate this Clea for either point value. I will say at 150, it's not doing a whole lot, um, that the 80 point line doesn't do. And I, I think that 80 point lines just for the economical factor, the, uh, the 70 points that it saves, I think it's just so much more worth it. Um, but yeah, you still get Penetrating Psychic Blast. Uh, she has a trait that is opposing characters not within Clea's Sorcerer Supreme's range can't target friendly characters within her range. So if an opposing character is further away from a friendly character, or from her than a friendly character is from her, then uh, they can't attack them, which is very cool. Another reason why I think the 80-point line is more likely to see play But In either aspect, I think she's really solid. I think in Sealed, maybe you play her at the 150-point line just so you have some extra life and extra stop click. But uh, definitely having that prob, that Psychic Blast, the ability to do extra pen damage afterwards, because it does say uh, it has to be an opposing character damaged by an attack, so you can't just be hit by the attack. They have to take damage from the attack. But yeah, giving them a Flame Marker afterwards... And then potentially they take, if they don't have any action tokens when you give it to them, then they have to take like two turns to get rid of it,
0: which is pretty cool. Yeah, she's not my favorite super. Yeah, she's what really neat, but she's... <laughs> it's- it's wild getting a Carnage Clea and then like a Clea Sorcerer Supreme. There's just been a lot of Doctor Strangey stuff getting thrown. as has the been set. a ton. So she's like the normal Doctor Strange. Plus we got Bats. It's it's really interesting, uh, but she's cool. I'm glad we. I think this is the first time we actually get Clea as the Sorcerer Supreme. I want to say in Hero HeroClix, so that's was neat. Or the Sorcerer the Supreme
1: X. Was that Clea? Uh,
0: she might have technically been Sorcerer Supreme actually. Yeah. Since Doctor Strange was a ghost or an astral thing at the time. Okay, getting into the chase theme, all of these chases are shifting focus. We're just going to go over that really quickly. I'm going to talk about Black Skull here, which is good old Red Skull with the Venom symbiote because we needed more Venom versions of characters. But this one is like, it's important that he has the Venom symbiote, I guess. Maybe it's important that everybody else always has it, but his isn't just like a, yeah, sure, Red Skull has the Venom symbiote because eight other people have it in this book. But it's like, oh no, he's the guy. Like, he's the guy with the symbiote. i don't even know if it's venom but it's black symbiote so i think it's venom anyways they all have the multiversal masters of evil trait which reads free if blank began your turn on the map Replace him or her or whatever with another character with this trait on the same click number note It says uh, another character with this trait on the same click number. It does not say with a different name So if you want to for some reason shift black skull into black skull, you can do that That can get pretty dumb with other characters We're about to go over here But just keep that in mind that these people can not only shift between each other but also shift into themselves I don't know why they're shifting focus they play in the comic they all arrive as like a team black skull like calls in the multiversal masters and they all play as like a team they don't like swap places like oh black skull you take a you take a five tight five minutes here let kid thanos run <laughs> the show for a bit you know so i'm just man it felt like very many faces of doom this to is also me, where it's like, uh, this doesn't actually make sense it's a set after we
1: got the astonishing ant-man or whatever the tony stark ant-man yeah like that's, in avengers forever yeah, and we this finally is also, this is
0: an avengers forever yeah, yeah. um This set is way more Avengers Forever than Avengers Forever was. I think so. Which is interesting. (laughs) It's really funny. It's really funny, but it just kind of is. So that's his first trait. Every chase is going to have that. Second trait, symbiotic fusion. Makes sense. It's plasticity super senses. Black skulls within four squares in line of fire of an opposing character. Can't be targeted by range attacks. Pretty simple thing. We see this on everybody with a symbiote, basically, nowadays. His third trait is siege. Leadership, shape change. When Black Skull uses leadership and shape change after resolutions you may generate a War Machine Bystander. So he has Super Senses. He has Shape Change. Leadership gives a War Machine Bystander. We'll get into that in a second. What else does he have defensively? That's it. He's a big rollouty guy. He's 100 points or he's 50 points. He has Mastermind defensively on his top clicks. And then on his 50-point line, he goes on to Combat Reflexes. Uh, On his top clicks, he does have charge Flurry Stealth with Giant Reach too. So he is a little stealthy. Where he makes up for in reducers, he has a ton of different ways to get around damage, rollouts, mastermind, stealth, etc. He's got ways of protecting himself, so he's not just like made out of paper that it may seem. It's weird because he's like a big muscular sculpt, so you always just associate that with like invincible, impervious, invulnerability, some kind of heavy reducer. But that's just not him. He's a mastermind. He is a shape changey boy, super senses, all that stuff. But charge flurry, stealth, giant reach two is really good. He's an eleven attack, three damage blades, claws, fangs, without wit or. On his lower line, he is a, I think he's like, what, a 10 for 3? He's 10 for 3, but he has exploit instead of outwit. Uh, so it's pretty good. So, Blades exploit, not bad. I don't hate him at his 50-point line. I don't hate him at his 100-point line. What do the War Machines do? Oh, boy, Hattie, I'm so glad you asked. They have 4 range, 1 bolt, 4 speed, sidestep, 10 attack with energy explosion, 16 defensive toughness, 1 damage, nothing. But they are Masters of Evil which is important to note, and they are giants. So they have that big four, or sorry, three through six willpower, which is really gnarly. Uh, they are not autonomous, which is good. Otherwise, be a little nuts. And then on his last, like, five clicks of life, he just has straight up uh, steel energy. He gets a lot of exploit later. He gets charge on his last four, so he loses his charge flurry stealth trying to reach two, and instead he has just normal charge. He has Hydra and Massive Evil. He's Hydra, Masters of Evil, Monster, Politician, Ruler, Scientist, Soldier, and Symbiote keywords. Yeah, this is really the only chase I need just so I can, like, have him fight Venom, Captain America, and all that stuff. But he is a really fun, cool chase. I like the War Machine bystanders he makes. I like that he's a big, beefy guy, but he's kind of a little trickster. He bounces around. He doesn't actually just absorb hits. He masterminds to people. He dodges. It's unique. It's a cool take on Red Skull with the Venom symbiote. Yeah, But he's not the greatest chase we're going to get into those. I mean, pretty much next, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of really good ones. There are. Um, next up is
1: the Dark Phoenix. So, real name unknown. This is a weird take on Dark Phoenix. It almost looks like Destiny uh, from the X Men. Not from the X Men, well, like from like the Mystique mom. mask. Yeah, that's mostly the only reason I say it, because this is real name unknown. But uh, So Dark Phoenix here has two point values. They all do. Uh, She's got a 100-point line and a 50-point line. Um, You get nine clicks for the 100 points, or at the 50-point line, you start on click four. So you get three clicks less. But she has a special speed power for her first five clicks, which will run across both starting lines. A special attack power on the last four clicks... And then a special stop click on clicks three and nine. So getting into the dial, we have the whole multiversal Masters of Evil free. If Dark Phoenix began your turn on the map, replace her with another character of this trait on the same click number. And then we have that special speed power is hypersonic speed. When Dark Phoenix is given a move action, all caps move, so it doesn't work with hypersonic. After resolutions, choose one. Move up to two other friendly characters with the brute keyword up to half their speed values. Or a friendly character with the brute keyword may make an attack. So you can either get a free attack with one character or move two characters up to half their speed values just by giving her a capital move action. Uh, otherwise, she has hypersonic that's com- It's comboed on her whole dial with penetrating psychic blast. And uh, she's seven range, two lightning bolts, so she'd go down to four. Not terrible with flight. Um On her first two clicks she just has super senses, she has exploit weakness on clicks one through three, she gets that stop, uh, that whole stop super senses regeneration uh, power on click three, and then goes back to super senses from clicks four through eight, where she picks up that regular hypersonic on her last four clicks and then her special attack power to go with that regular Hypersonic, and that is Poison and Steel Energy. Which, Steel Energy, you don't normally think of comboing like amazing with Hypersonic, but I think it actually it does combo really well. I think maybe that's just me that doesn't usually combo it in my ma- mind, but uh, that pick-and-run, heal-up-a-little-bit kind of tactic does actually work pretty well. From clicks four through nine, she loses exploit and gets uh, support her whole dial so she turns into a very support heavy piece which is also what her starting line she starts with that uh, special hypersonic psychic blast support and super senses and then her stop click is let's not forget why we're here stop super senses regeneration when this click is revealed after resolutions you may place a friendly character with the brute keyword into a square adjacent to dark phoenix so this is anytime the click is revealed not the first time So it works on both stop clicks. It works if you heal up off the stop click and then land on it again. Pretty interesting. Um, Yeah, she has Cosmic Energy, Masters of Evil, Team Abilities. I don't know if I already said that. Brute, Cosmic Deity, Masters of Evil, and Phoenix Force. But I think in Sealed, this is a pretty stellar piece to pull. It's not necessarily the best stats or power combinations or anything, but it is just a very economical two stop clicks really long dial bunch of rollout stuff and then you know penetrating damage almost the entire dial or ways to
0: heal the entire dial pretty nuts i think so i had to play against this in sealed and it was like oh so rough even though 100 points just the one rollout the whole dial that's it no real worry right no nah, it's it's pretty rough like she allows some dumb things to happen with her speed power. I think again, going back to a few episodes ago, we talked about that Prime Hulk. He makes, she makes him pop off like insane. There's so much good stuff that is the brute keyword. I know off right people are like, yeah, oh, the brute keyword. What, what do I care to do that for? Like that's just been a keyword that I don't think anyone has made really a a brute theme team in recent any time ever. But uh, she's kind of nuts. She's really, really good. The utility of these chases. They all have just an insane utility unique to themselves. Oh, this is a... She's cool. <clears throat> she also, I think, to... is like the best looking one. Yeah. According right. to the, the Wikipedia,
1: whatever you want to call it. This is Raven Darkholm. Oh, so this is just Mystique
0: then? Yeah. Okay.
1: No, it's, it's not the... Yeah, I thought it was Destiny's Mask. Which okay. Maybe it is, but... um, Yeah, she seems like a much more evil Raven Darkholm reading a small snippet but uh that's why she's on the multiversal masters
0: of evil because she's evil we just talked about some pretty squishy pieces no defense reducers nothing too crazy now let's move on to something they can shift into and that is uh absolute idiot himself king killmonger old eric killmonger (laughs) here uh the dude is kind of insane so he's Eric Killmonger inside of like the destroyer armor, which is, looks really sick. Uh, five range, two targets, no special combat symbols, obviously 100 points or 50 points. Armor as guardian, masters of evil, ruler, soldier, spy, Wakanda, and warrior keywords, and of course the masters of evil team ability. He has a special speed power. He has for his first two clicks. Skip goes for sidestep two clicks, two more clicks of that speed power, sidestep two more clicks, very last click, boom, gets that speed power again. He has an interesting bizarro dial, kind of, where he has really high stats on his very last click, which is interesting, it's cool. Has his highest stats on his last (laughs) click, actually. Uh, What's his speed power? Charge, running shot, stealth. Sorry, sidestep, my bad. Charge, running shot, sidestep. So he's just got great reach. Uh, Four squares, moving, plus the two squares of sidestep, so six squares, five range, 11 square reach uh, with range. Or just whenever six square reach a sidestep or with a uh, charge, so it's cool. It gives you a little bit of choice there. It's pretty simple. Each each of these chases seem to have like one power that's just like, all right, this just gives them a bunch of powers. Like Dark Phoenix, is like all right, poison steel energy, black skull, charge flurry stealth, giant reach, king kill All right, here's charge sidestep running shot. There you go. Here's all your powers, and then he also gets on his last. What is this? Five clicks of life. He gets the Storm Slayer, which is Bladesclaw's Fangs, Precision Strike, Steel Energy, and Giant Reach 2. He also just wanted a little bit of Giant Reach 2 with Bladesclaw's Fangs, so he gets that on his very last click, so that helps him. He'll heal all the way back up to maybe click 4. Pretty fun. Or I believe he has this just the entire time on his 50-point line. No, he does get to heal back up to click 4 on his 50-point line, which is just one click after. Yeah. Cool. Uh, You're like, Calder, that's really not that dumb. I'm like, sure, a full dial of impervious for five clicks and then four clicks of invulnerability isn't the craziest thing. Penetrating damage exists. And I'm like, you're right. Penetrating damage uh, does exist. He has a trait, though. This doesn't stop penetrating damage, but it stops a like almost everything else in the world, which is kind of nuts. Hacking into your pretty little pieces. Which almost feels like when you say pieces, you mean my hero looks yeah, pieces. breaking it's the fourth yeah, wall, my maybe. Team. Uh, so he's got just willpower straight up traded. And then for all characters with this trait, when King Killmonger and or one or more adjacent friendly characters, so all friendly characters, would be hit by an opposing equipped character, roll a d6. On a four through six, the attacker misses all targets instead. Protected Pulse Wave. So now, my entire team... Has a 50 50 rollout protected pulse wave from any character that's equipped. Scarlet Witch, there's Thanos, not a
1: lot of things apocalypse. that get insanely better in constructed compared to sealed. Normally, it's like pretty good in sealed, not as good in constructed, or like good in like niche kind of things. This guy is so much worse in sealed, it's oh, insane. Yeah. Like in it's constructed,
0: like isn't in he, play he at all, yeah. So we just we were talking a little bit about like, oh yeah, this guy stops the kind of equipment. This dude like uses the effects. This dude is like, oh, you're running equipment? Leave. Be gone, thought. Go away from me. You have a 50-50 chance of just missing me. Protected pulse wave. That I think this is a stupid, insanely good power. Like, this is nuts. That it's like, oh man, we just made equipment so much easier for everybody to play and use. We're all having fun. We're all gonna have a great time. But no, not anymore, because King Killmonger is here to ruin your fun. Dude, this guy is insane. He just has the beefiest reducers. He still hits hard like everybody else. Like, okay, he doesn't have hypersonic speed. He is still a 12 for three with exploits on attack and damage just like Dark Phoenix. But he also just has impervious instead. Sure, no protected outwit, whatever. But like, okay, kind of nutty. Um, yeah, King my like hits like a freaking Mack truck. And then he's like the ultimate defensive shell piece here. The guy is a little nuts. But anyways, that's King Killmonger. There's a way really good.
1: I mean, there's not a way to cheat him onto X-Men teams, but there is a way that you play like that apocalypse, some X-Men and him, and everybody just has two not one of their I thought Warrior was one of them, isn't it? Brute Monster. Does he have Warrior? He has Warrior. Uh, He doesn't have Warrior on the one I'm looking at. Uh I'm looking at HC Realms. So maybe Me eBay it double check the actual card here. King Killmonger. Mr. Monger. What are your keywords Mr. Monger? Um, Eric. Eric. Wow he does have the warrior keyword. Yeah, so. um, a little stupid. Yeah so I mean he just straight up could be on a uh, like X-Men theme and then you give everyone adjacent to him with blades two fifty-fifty rollouts regardless of like any powers they have. Well, mostly regardless of any powers they have. But, pretty good. yeah, pretty pretty big dumb.
0: Yeah, uh, pretty good.
1: Yeah. Alright, next up. <clears throat> Not nearly as dumb, but also kind of dumb. Uh, We've got Doom Supreme. So, he's the leader of the Multiversal Masters of Evil. He has he the Multiversal Masters yeah. of Evil trait. So, you can free swap him with another character with that trait on the same click number. He starts with Running Shot, Pulse Wave invincible and he has a special damage power his whole dial Um, if you start him at his 50 point line on click 4 he'll be on his force blast pulse wave invincible power line and then he goes from that to uh, on click 6 he loses pulse wave gets energy explosion, picks running shot back up on his last 2 clicks and click 6 through 9 he gets his special defense power so that special damage power he has his whole dial is leadership, protected outwit when an opposing character within range uses Outwit, Perplex, or Probability Control, after resolutions, choose one. Remove an action token from a friendly character, heal a friendly character one click, or Doom Supreme can use the used power until he chooses again. Which, pretty solid. It's not like the... It's not Faust nothing, levels nothing of craziness, crazy. but it's it's interesting, and honestly, it'd be annoying if they just kept copying like Faust's effect. But, uh, yeah. His second trait is leave this earth for last. Opposing characters within range that were not part of your opponent's starting force can't use Protected Outwit or Safeguard. So that's pretty solid. They can't use Safeguard anything or Protected Outwit. So yeah, if you have any kind of swap stuff or if you have any kind of like Destroyer Prime coming in from the sideline, um, one of these chases coming in from the
0: sideline, yeah, anything like that. It gets uh, does that mean that. protected or safeguard outwit, or is it protected outwit and then just safeguard, like just the key phrase so, safeguard overall? Yeah, yeah like
1: it really would be bleeding. protected outwit, and then it would be safeguard anything because safeguard's not just for outwit. It can be like you know this character's safeguard pulse wave or safeguard like x like any any standard power you can be safeguarded from, and. Uh, Okay. That just means it like has no effect really good. on like their whole dial, but yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, I don't know if it's worth the hundred point line with the he's a twelve for four on his first two clicks. It's not bad, but I think that those two traits are definitely worth it for his uh, fifty point line. If you're going to play multiples of these, his last four clicks he has that special. A, uh, special defense power that is Invulnerability, Mastermind, Regeneration and that is also Protected Outwit so it's wild they could have just k- given him Cosmic Energy because almost everything on him is Protected Outwit in some way, Yeah, not oh. quite everything but a lot yeah. um, he has the Masters of Evil and Minions of Doom team abilities he has Armor, Latveria, Masters of Evil Mystical, Ruler and Scientist keywords but yeah, I think uh He's a really fun piece, and I'm excited to see what people use him for because I, I actually think this guy does have potential to be uh pretty annoying with uh the amount of sideline stuff that comes in. or I don't think swap is as prevalent as it used to be,
0: but I think there's still Not a lot of... Not as much. Not like crazy full team swap. Now it's right. just like a little bit of your team can swap around. And so, yeah. Yeah. Or even just, I like, you know, know. Scrappy-Doo coming in or... Oh, scroll sure. Spy yeah, coming, coming in like, you, spy. <clears throat> I don't know uh, if they what's had Protected out with, but destroyer. Yeah. I think maybe has protected out I think maybe he has cosmic it. energy. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So there you go. Carl Crusher Creel's got protected out with. Yeah. Carl Exodia Creel, I should say. Really. <laughs> so yeah, like that. That's you know the thing he's got going on there. I, the damage power is good. He's just really solid. Yeah. He really should just have. If he does to have to money, be spot
1: pulse I wave and whatever else, I guess though. Yeah, he does have to be uh or he doesn't have. <clears throat> excuse me, he doesn't have to be on the map when they come in, when they like get swapped or whatever. You could swap into him. Oh, you're right. And then once they're within his range, that takes effect. So
0: I pretty, also like that he counters himself. Yeah. <laughs> which is quite fun. <laughs> Maybe that was also kind of the point that he is also a counter to the chase theme, but nah, I don't know. Now nah, nah, it's just like, oh, the chase theme counters itself. How incredibly cool. Cool, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Alright, Kid Thanos. This guy's a little goofy. He's a little funny. He's Thanos on this little coverboard like, thing, uh, and he's just a little kid. He's got five range, triple target. He has flight, master of evil, of course. He's at 100, or guess what? Yeah, that's right, 50-point line. Uh, he has the multi master of evil trait, and he has three different special powers. His special speed power, he has the entire time, is phasing teleport passenger four. When Kit Thanos is given a move action, after resolutions, deal one damage to each adjacent opposing character. Pretty fun that he just gets to deal that free little ping damage. He's only an eight square reach here, so yeah. If you don't have any defense reducers, ping, ping, ping. There's a bunch of damage to everybody that's adjacent. Pretty neat, actually. Fifty points. I like it, but he can't be carried and do it. It's just a move action. It's, this is so sad. Uh, he also can't like use sidestep or anything with it. Um, but it's it's a thing that he can do. It's cool. He is the passenger four though. So if you're playing a Masters of Evil team, you can carry all your buddies. He has Look At Me, uh, which is his special defense power on click three and click nine. And you're saying, Calder, that sounds like it's a perfect place for a stop clicks. And I would say, yes, you are correct. It's stop, ESD, regen, and toughness. He has a lot of toughness, just toughness on his dial he's re- he's uh, ESD for just like three clicks six through eight uh, out of his nine click long dial the rest of that is the, the weird toughness or it's the stop ESD regen toughness so okay cool and then his damage power that he has on click one and then he breaks for a steady five clicks to just get normal prob and then he picks it up on his last three clicks he is I will eviscerate the earth Probability control period when kid Thanos uses it to reroll an opponent's attack roll if the attack misses after resolution give the attacker an action token Not the worst thing in the world honestly because other people can also prob after that and it's just okay sure He is a 12 attack with persistent strike top dial in 19 defense toughness He has no real movement attack besides his fun little move ping thing so then he's just kind of standing around, hoping people stay within his five range so he can shoot you or punch you. He it might be the worst. I think he's probably the, easily the worst chase out of all of them uh, now that I'm looking at it. He's pretty rough. Um, he's got his own thing. He does. He has his own utility, but he's definitely not the best. He's the very supporty role when I think others give nice support and also are good attackers. Kid Thanos is just pretty, pretty rough. Maybe he also just had sidestep with that ability, and when he sidesteps he could ping them all again, I would think he's much better. But just the whole move-action-facing thing is a little a little rough. For I think Hannah. it's good for 50, bad for 100. Fine, Yeah, fine for 50. Way bad for 100. Hey, you gotta talk about Hound, the only Wolverine in this <laughs> set. And you gotta talk about him, Simeon. Yeah. James Howlett. Uh,
1: so 054 is Hound, one of Raven, Darkholms, uh, Chained Monkeys, apparently. Uh, got the Masters of Evil team ability, Masters of Evil, Phoenix Force, Weapon X, Animal, and Brute keywords. Still part of Weapon X, even though... Yeah. Uh, I suppose it's just because the uh, Adamantium, I guess. Once yeah. it, once your bones are metal, they're always metal. Ah,
0: uh, there it is. I was yeah. waiting. There's no way he gets through this without <laughs> saying bones no. are metal.
1: Uh, so we've got Zero Range, Two Lightning Bolts, same master or same multiversal masters of evil trait the rest have the loyal death hunter trait which is in power so traded in power and then when a hound attacks an opposing character that has been hit this turn by another friendly character that shares a keyword with him modify attack plus one if the shared keyword is phoenix force modify attack plus two instead so this is supposed to combo a little bit with the phoenix's uh free attacks and like move of brute Characters, keyword characters. Um, He has a special, not stop click, but a special defense power that looks like a stop click that is scorch marks for a soul. So it's on click three, click six, and click nine. And this is combat reflexes, super senses, and toughness. So there is no way to start on this click. You have to get knocked to it, which will be very hard if your opponent's trying to, like, you know, keep you off of it because it's obviously his. Best uh, defensive click. And then his special damage power, his whole dial, is grrrr, exclamation point. Which I really put the exclamation point in that grr. Exploit weakness, battle fury, but may still be carried by friendly characters with the Masters of Evil keyword. So baby Thanos can carry him around. When Hound takes damage after resolutions, you may heal him one click. So he always has a way to heal because of that. Um, He doesn't have any kind of traded regen or anything else. He does have three random clicks with uh, Steel Energy. Two of them also land on a Flurry Steel Energy. So his dial goes Charge Blade... Again, uh, special damage power, his whole dial. So his dial goes Charge Blade's Toughness, Flurry Steel Energy, Combat Reflexes, Sidestep Quake, uh, the not-stop click, special defense power... Charge, Blades, Toughness again. Flurry, Steel Energy, Combat Reflexes again. Sidestep, Quake, that special defense. And then Charge, Steel Energy, Toughness. Flurry, Quake, Combat Reflexes. And then Sidestep, Blades, that special defense power. So, always has Exploit, always has Battle Fury. I mean, obviously, unless it gets outwitted or whatever. But, pretty decent way to get around two of the major kind of like rollout abilities, impervious and shape change. No way to get around super senses at all on his own. But uh yeah, he's, he's not bad. I think he's definitely meant to be played with uh, the Thor and with the, right. the Phoenix. I think it's like, that's like where he really shines. It's like being played with those ones or just, you know, in constructed, I think in sealed, you kind of have to play him at a hundred to have that long dial but it's not great and Sealed. Actually, no, you could play him at 50 because it's basically the exact same. Kind of, Yeah, it
0: really kind of is. Really, I doesn't, do. doesn't make a man. huge difference. <laughs> Maybe they were just at their quota for stop clicks or something in this set because we have mentioned stop clicks a lot since getting into the super rares, and there are a lot in like the commons. It's wild commons and out and of the All rares. the characters that I would normally peg to have a stop click. I know, click. I'd a Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, and then he just gets a... Super senses, is reflexes, toughness—where it's just totally random. Maybe he lands on them. Maybe he doesn't. But yeah. They ain't stop clicks, even though you'd think they would be. They are not. I
1: mean, uh, to be fair. Next up, Doom and um, King killmonger
0: didn't have stop clicks either. They didn't, but they didn't have a special power in like the places you would think stop clicks would. Right. You know what I mean? The way that these are spaced <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh it's mm-hmm. you thought all right uh next up ghost goblin this is probably the one where you can do some of the most dumb things by just switching back into himself uh let's get into him five you know (laughs) five clicks of running shot four clicks of sidestep five clicks of esd four clicks of a special defense power one click of special damage power four clicks of perplex four clicks of a special damage power five clicks of a special attack power and then four clicks of energy explosion i don't know why i said all of those in that weird freaking order versus top to down but that's what we did yeah. anyways what this is special use, it's fine yeah, yeah. that is So I just look at it. Uh, Hellfire Bombs. Uh, so this is Norman Osborn, but he is like a ghost rider. It's really cool that he's like Green Goblin Ghost Rider and there's fire coming from the glider and it looks really sick. It's a really cool sculpt. It's it's awesome. So Hellfire Bombs, his special attack power, first five clicks. Energy Explosion Poison. Improved targeting, destroyed blocking. Ghost Rider deals penetrating damage, periods. So that's with any attack. That's with his poison. So you could like double poison. You're next to somebody. You poison, you shift back into another ghost goblin, you poison him again. Pretty good. What is his special defense power on his last th- four clicks? It's ESD, regen, and super senses. Pretty simple. I don't know why it's called. Aren't you going to ask me who I am? Yeah, Norman, it's pretty obvious. There's, I guess there's been a lot of goblins, though, so maybe, maybe we should just assume it's Norman. Ask me who I am. Ask me or I am, I am a bit of a ghost goblin myself. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Hello, Robbie Reyes. I'm a bit of a ghost rider myself. <laughs> um, a new rider to play with is his damage power that he has, again, on his first click and on his last four. It's perplex outwit once per turn when Ghost Goblin uses either to target an opposing character. After resolutions, he may deal one damage to an opposing character adjacent to the targeted character. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. We can do that. Normally you poison. have to roll for that kind of thing. Yeah, if only you had to that's roll all I'm for saying. <laughs> Normally yeah. you've got to roll for that kind of Normally. thing. Normally. <laughs> Baron Zemo's like, wow, I didn't realize that we could just do it now. All this hard work, <laughs> rolling this D6, getting lucky. Now it just sort of happens. Thanks, Norman. He does have the Cinch Syndicate team ability, which is a welcome inclusion on this team that is only usually Masters of Evil, so that's really cool. But yeah, Norman Osborn here can put out a lot of damage. He's no reducers again and honestly him just having ESD top dial is really scary it really yeah, kind of is that's all but you know yeah. it's, it's rough but he's got some regen down dial to maybe heal him back up which is nice he's got a little bit of a rollout down dial but again man you could breeze through this dude's dial with a good charge flurry I honestly I don't think it's out of the realm of uh, reality to say like almost no
1: one in modern pumps out like six damage in an attack like, there are characters that can do it, but, no. like, in most modern teams, no one's, like, packing, like, a six-damage heavy hitter without having to, like, have very tight uh, positioning and You know, and stuff. I don't know. With these so, new
0: objects, these new special terrain objects, yeah, That's true. that damage, like, super strength bash, and Norman's just out yeah. of the game right off the I mean, that's why you shift into him, right? You shift into him later or something. You don't start, you know, Norman's not your defense, dude. Yeah, right you definitely away. shift into him like lower dial where he's got super. Yeah. Senses when you're already regen. adjacent, give him some of that poison. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to get into, ooh, ah, iron inquisitor.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, the other thing is, uh, with the ghost goblin is top dial. Oh, yeah. He has that, um, he deals pen damage and then that whole outwit thing, the perplex outwit thing. So you can deal one damage, but it's dealing pen damage as well. So, that it isn't it doesn't work anywhere else on his dial than first click but it is interesting all right old howard stark here tony's dad um he's also a master of evil i don't know why i, I should really read i guess this so yeah i looked at the image of him the image of him is wild um i don't know if he became like some sort of sorcerer, supreme, like, killer or something, but, like, that's kind of, like, the armor looks mystical. Uh, But he's got Masters of Evil and Shield team abilities. I have the the mystical keyword, so... Oh, okay. Maybe I'm I'm ahead of myself then. Uh, Four range, two lightning bolts, 100 points or 50. He's got Armor, Masters of Evil, Mystical, Shield, Scientist, and Stark Industries keywords. And then, uh, yeah, of course, the multiversal Masters of Evil trait... He has armor for the Council of Red as a second trait, and that is free. Mm. Choose and choose a character in your KO area and choose a standard power printed on that character's card. Iron Inquisitor can use the chosen power until you choose again. So this could be an effect where gee, chosen standard power. Yeah, this could be something where you just like have like some fodder that dies to give you like precision strike or sidestep or something pretty early on. Or, you know, somebody with, like, I don't know, Invincible. I don't know. There's got it. There's good stuff out there. He, his dial, uh, he has, his 50-point line starts on click yeah. 4. That's what I wanted <laughs> yeah. to say. They <laughs> always have say, yeah. 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 His 50-point line starts on click 4, so he's got five clicks of stealth. So whether you're starting him on 150, 100 or 50, the difference you'll see is either precision or... Penetrating Psychic Blast, or Telekinesis. And that's the only difference that you'll see between the two uh, starting lines. Otherwise, he's got Stealth. Uh, He's got the Special Defense Power his first five clicks. Special Damage Power his first five clicks. Really doesn't change a whole lot outside of losing that Psychic Blast on click three until you get to... uh, It'd be click six, where he gets Force Blast, Incapacitate, Regeneration, and Perplex for the rest of his dial. And his values go... Fairly mediocre. He's an 11, 10, 10, 10, 10, then back to 11 for the rest of his dial. Uh, He has a 19 on his first and last click, and then it's 18 the rest of the dial. He has four damage top dial, goes down to three for clicks two, three, and four, and then goes down to two damage for the rest of his dial. So not really packing the same kind of punch that Tony usually does. Uh, He does have deal with the devil. And we'll get to the very specific, well, not quite, this is a, the exact same devil, but we'll get to a, a very similar, slightly out of place devil later on. But uh, A devil. This defense power is impervious, but can reduce penetrating damage. Adjacent friendly characters can use Mastermind, but only to choose characters with the Masters of Evil keyword and Protected Outwit. So, not a lot of characters that hand out Mastermind, but he's one of them now. I'm pretty sure it's just him and like lockjaw, and I think that's it. I don't think there's a lot to do that. Uh, I don't know. There's a few, but not a lot. His special damage power, the first five clicks, is the Stark name must live on. Perplex when Iron Inquisitor uses it to target another friendly character, that character can use probability control until your next turn, which is great. Because it specifies friendly character, so it can't—you're you're not accidentally passing prob to opposing characters. But it's uh, a—not <clears throat> only am I going to boost like my friendlies' attack power, but then they also get prob, or like I boost their defense and they get prob. Pretty solid. I think you're mostly playing him at uh, the fifty-point line. He does have one of the better reducers with impervious, but can reduce pen and mastermind. But the problem is, like, top dial, he's just not doing a lot. He's got stealth. So unless you have somebody in the, your KO area and you're, being, you're able to choose, like, running shot, hypersonic, or sidestep, he's really not doing much. But on the 50-point line, he's got TK. He's got that special perplex. He's got that same impervious rollout kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I like him at 50. He's not my favorite, but he is, they're all just like such a long dial for 50 that it's kind of wild, and he's packed with powers on 50.
0: He's doing a lot. It's its different, though. He does seem like the weirdest chase. He's like, okay. Could be an attacker, or it's kind of your defense. Kind of your supporty defense guy down that like 50-point line. He fits that real supporting defense role. Kind of neat, so I don't know. I kind of mess with him. It's pretty cool. But yeah, that is the Iron Inquisitor. Last normal chase. This, you just talked about, what's his face? Hound, this is Hound's other guy, Thor Odinson, who is also just a weird... Like, thing that uh What's-Her-Face is using. uh Dark Phoenix. So, he has Eye Mother. Uh, enhancement. So, Hound has some power. This dude's got enhancement. If another friendly character that shares a keyword with Thor took damage from an attack since your last turn, modifies defense plus one. The shared keyword is Phoenix Force. Keyword, modifies defense plus two instead. Very, very cool. Uh, next. After that, we have Mother. Have you forsaken? Uh, and this Thor actually does get a stop click. It's stop toughness. It's on his very last click yeah. of life. Weird. Um, Weird using a special
1: is. power slot for. I mean,
0: especially on a chase, we don't see like a singular stop very often. But all right, it's it's pretty darn interesting, I must say. Uh, and it is free. So it's stop toughness, so and it's good. free. KO <laughs> Thor. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> if you do, choose a friendly character and roll a d6. Heal the chosen character equal to half the result. If the chosen character is the Masters of Evil keyword, you don't have the result. So you can just kill four and heal him. I mean, he ain't gonna heal. He doesn't have no regen. He's got nothing. He is just... He's there to die. He is. I mean, uh, he can shift, sad. though.
1: He could, he could shift into like another master that has regen. He could shift
0: into another master that's got regen. You're right. Or he could just die. Yeah, he, could, he, he could, could just kill, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just kill Thor. He could also get a hit in, one last hit in, he is a 12 for 2 close combat expert with Precision Strike on his very last click, so he'd be a 13 for 3 damage with Precision Strike, not bad, and then free kill himself, and then you just heal uh, someone's potentially 6 clicks of life, which is really good if they're a Master veal theme team. Not bad if if you paid 50. Real bad idea if you paid 100. Oh, really terrible. Yeah, I don't know if I'd just be like, yeah, let's just biff Thor. Yeah. I would definitely I, I really want to deal. give you 100 points so I can try and heal my Dark Phoenix. Yeah, like, like. yikes. Especially if you roll, like, a 1 on that dice. You're like, yeah. dang, I just killed Thor for this. Fudge. Yeah, it's a really tough call to make. I don't know how many people are going to kill Thor to do this, but it's something you can do. The rest of his dial, I would like to say there's a pattern here. There kind of sort of is, but there also, like, straight up isn't. Um, His powers are all literally all over the place he starts with running shot energy explosion invulnerability with range combat expert uh he'd be a 12 for four with his rce inch cool then it's like sidestep pensai esd prop uh but he doesn't always have the same powers on the same clicks his speed power kind of moves around he then he gets plasticity precision strike uh, with uh, toughness and close combat expert and his defense power kind of like shifts around, where he's kind of got the sidestep, kind of got the RCE. It's just all over the place. It just it's just all over the place. It's super wild. Uh, yeah. These the Thor and this Hound are just kind of all over the place type characters. I don't know if I love this Thor. I think it's really cool to keep track of on the sideline where you're like, oh, he's on that click. Oh heck yeah, I'll switch him on a click three where he's a fourteen or thirteen for four because of our you know CCE. Not a bad idea, honestly, but it would just be one where it's like that's a huge gamble to just play this dude by himself, but to switch into it's like, oh shoot yeah, I'll switch into like a quick 12 attack or a prob or whatever. You know, that click 4 is great where it's a 12 for 4 sidestep uh, RCE pensai in Like, it's just all over the place. You just have to pay attention to when you're swapping. If he's a better attacker than other characters um, at that given time. His that, that's is... the niche I would fit Thorin.
1: What's weird is if you only look at click one through, let's see, one, two, three, four. If you use four as like the midpoint and you only look at one, click one, two, seven. So you ignore the last two clicks. His defenses and damage powers are um, like mirrored. This goes invuln, ESD, toughness, invuln, toughness, ESD, so it's like click four is like a mirror but then that doesn't follow uh, on the
0: attack or the ice like, yeah powers. it doesn't with the, well at first i was like almost oh, man, like you like swapping speed yeah. and defense powers no he's not it's just all <clears throat> over the i was lake.
1: trying to look at it like is this like one of those like uh funky dials where they try and make like a little pictogram thing or something i but know no, doesn't look like it yeah no it's just wacky he's just wacky <laughs> right. on to the Ultra Chase. Uh, You guys saw him a while back, probably. Scott Porter pulled him. Um, He's been in the midst of knowledge for a little while, and people are already practicing with him. So, we've got Mephisto. Real name, Mephisto. He is Cosmic Energy, Mystics, and Masters of Evil. Team abilities, 5 range, 1 lightning bolt, only 30 points. He's got the Masters of Evil, Cosmic, Deity, Monster, Mystical, Politician, and... According to HC Realms, the Rolder keyword. Um, Rolder? Oh, yikes. I don't know. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be Ruler. But, uh, yeah, Rolder. Um, He is a super simple dial. He has plasticity for three clicks. He's three three clicks long. He has poison for three clicks, super senses for three clicks, and then he has a special damage power for three clicks that is outwit, probability control, and shape change. Pretty solid dial for 30 points. I don't know if I would play this for thirty points, but I think Outwit, Prob, Shape Change is pretty solid. This probably won't win when you sealed if this is like your like the highest rarity that you pulled and you didn't pull any like heavy hitters. He's not going to pull that much weight, but he's got some interesting stuff. So he's got improved movement, uh, ignores characters. He has please we're partners now sideline active when a character leaves a sideline after resolutions you may generate mephisto from your sideline adjacent to that character even if he wasn't placed on your sideline for this effect if that character was opposing mephisto has immune until your next turn mephisto can't be included on your sideline during force construction so you can't sideline like this is one of the few characters that specifically says you can't sideline him because you can sideline literally anything for any reason as long as it like fits the format. This guy says specifically he can't be included on your sideline. Also, he has uh, the eternal evil. When Mephisto is KO'd, add him to your sideline instead of removing him from the game. Even if he previously left your sideline for a different effect, he is still scored protected pulse wave. So that's one way you can get him on sideline. You can start a main force, have him get KO'd, Instead of getting put in the KO area, he gets put on your sideline. And then he has that sideline active trait where you can come back in. Uh, Then he also has forming a team of your own, or team of our own. Once per turn, when another character leaves a sideline after resolutions, you may heal one click on a friendly character or remove an action token from a friendly character. If the character that left a sideline has the Masters of Evil keyword, you may choose both. This trait is not sideline active... I don't know how the timing would work if Mephisto is the one that comes off the sideline. If, like, after resolutions, you could then once per turn, uh, he just left a sideline. I I don't know how the timing works on that, if Mephisto can come off the sideline and heal. But uh, uh, safe to say, like, he works with the Masters of Evil pretty well uh, because they all shifting focus. So if you play him with them and then he gets KO'd, he can basically infinitely come back. He does get scored each time, but he does have two rollouts. He has Cosmic Energy, Mystics. He has enough stuff going on. And then, of course, because he has Monster, and because of Genesis and Apocalypse and whatever else, you can make him an X-Men, you can swap him off, and then he can instantly come back. And so you can cheat uh, an extra 30 points onto your team
0: Oh cuz you gross. yeah you shift like Mephisto
1: this. you shift Mephisto off your team onto the sideline cuz he <clears throat> he can't start on the sideline but you put him on the main force you shift him out for whatever else you want you you shift him and like a cuckoo out and you put Jubilee on or something um, and then as soon as you shift Jubilee on he comes back to your starting force because of his own trait his sideline active huh. trait So then you just have a 330-point team for no reason. Uh, And then, yeah, anytime he gets KO'd, he goes back to your sideline. That specific team doesn't have a way to bring him back that I know of, but you really don't want your opponent to be able to farm him too much. I don't think he's going to win you a game by doing that. He is like an 11 for 3, 5 range, 1 lightning bolt. He does have ways of dealing decent amounts of damage, in my opinion, for 30 points. But I think it's mostly just you know, outwit Prob and then just be in this uh nuisance. And also anytime he's on your team if you're playing a full chase theme of Masters of Evil, the multiversal Masters of Evil, um that's a lot of free healing that you're gonna be able to do when he's on the map, so he is annoying because of that.
0: He really is. He's kinda wild. We're not getting into any of these guys like team up cards and stuff, but they all have them. This Mephisto is really cool. I will say for an Ultra Chase, I kinda wish he had a cooler sculpt versus uh I don't know. Like just kind of a dude, I guess. It's you like know? Chris Angel. Like but uh with a yeah. more diverse color palette. It's I don't want to hit him with the Chris Angel. He's I I like the Unbreakable saying that he's just uh, what's his face uh, from Oh great. Unbreakable. Uh, he's got the Green Pod Show. Yeah, Bruce Willis. Okay, uh, with the Green Pod Show and yeah. everything. I think that's quite funny. But yeah, man, it's just not a super cool like big, dynamic, crazy, interesting no. sculpt. To be Which fair, the very a... first
1: Ultra Chase was other than like the base color was just like a lady in a rabbit suit like hunched over so
0: that is true but but her whole gimmick was like it's the white rabbit you right. know like her base was also sick but yes yeah, yeah you're that, right. it wasn't a cool was sculpt cool. i see what you, i see what you mean like the sculpt itself wasn't really that cool wasn't really dynamic or anything it's just like kind of a kind of like a rare sculpt really but yeah and that concludes our avengers 60th set review we will go ahead and get into those legacy cards and everything else in the set in some future content guys so make sure you subscribe to the dialogue for hero clicks youtube channel and be aware of all that stuff that might be coming your way soon we like to do a little set rank at the end Uh, it is five categories it may change from set to set depending on what it has so if it has objects if it has Whatever stuff going on, two by twos or whatever, those might be a separate ranking system. But for the most part, we're just going to be ranking the set off of these five categories. It'll be one through ten on sub theme, legacy cards, chases, sealed play and constructed play. Uh, I ranked it, so we'll just go down the list for what we ranked it Uh, for. So for sub themes, I was a little disappointed, actually, in the sub themes of this set. It's just kind of some Avengers, some Masters of Evil, some space stuff. Uh, the Hydra stuff is really neat, but overall, it just kind of feels like here's a bunch of random kind of Avengers E Marvel stuff. So I ranked like sub themes overall as like a six, pretty low. Yeah.
1: That's honestly, that's for exactly me. what I ranked it. And yeah. for the same reason, Hydra felt like the only real fleshed out sub theme on this. And even then, there's like a few Hydra people that weren't like in this that should be for Hydra. And right. uh, as far as Avengers go, it's, it's hard when. Cap, Iron Man, Thor are all primes. Like right. it's hard to be
0: like great sub theme when you can't play them together. You know. Um, no, I hundred percent agree. Next up is legacy cards. This is more so like who they chose, how well they did representing the character. This is like a roller coaster for me. Who they chose, like they made some great choices. They made some bad choices. It wasn't really clawing for Nick Fury and this Miss Marvel to like get a legacy card. Um, but man, this Squirrel Girl, awesome, getting this cap, pretty cool, Iron Man and War Machine, really cool, this Ultron, awesome, uh, General Thunderbolt Ross, I love that, Thunderbolt Ross, I love the Avengers Prime, so I ranked it pretty high because of, they made some really good picks. But they're also some of them are pretty middle of the road, pretty bad. Iron Doom is a little lackluster. This Captain America is really good. He has a lot of cool, fun stuff, but he doesn't act like how I want a Captain America to act. I'm a little picky. What can I say? Uh, This Squirrel Girl is awesome. Probably my favorite besides Avengers Prime, who has all of the text is a reference to the 2013 of Earth's Mightiest Heroes theme song, uh, which yeah. is really cool, and I really love that as a fan. And this Ultron is, like, nutty, and this General Thunderbolt Ross is really cool and creative. But overall, this could have been, like, a perfect 10 for me, but it just with some screw-ups and stuff, I gave it an 8. I still ranked it pretty much on the high side, but there were some lackluster legacy picks and abilities that they gave some of these people. Yeah. I bet you, Simeon. I gave it a 7. Um, 7.
1: I was... I was really happy with ninety percent of the picks. Uh, I think the only picks that I wasn't like a huge fan of were probably um, I, w- I wasn't originally like a huge fan of like Avengers Prime just because I never had one and I probably never own one now. But uh, no, I wasn't a huge fan of the Ultron they picked because I still think Hammer of Thor Ultron's like the better. Sculpt. Oh, he hundred percent was way and cooler. Then, yeah, Nick Fury. I didn't like the Hulk they picked. Otherwise, I love that Loki sculpt. Um, I really like the the Thor Odinson. Like that was one of my favorite Thors that I've ever played. Uh, so like a lot of the picture, a lot of the figures that they picked, barring like three or four, I really liked the choice. But then out of the ones that they picked that I liked the choice of character, there's a lot of ones that like just kind of didn't hit the mark for me. Iron Doom uh Iron Man and what's his name uh War Machine. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man War Machine duo. There's a few that just uh didn't quite like hit the mark for me. Like Iron Man War Machine if they had like a split dial in the middle where I could play them at a lower mm. point value. That'd would like that would be something. Um same with like Iron Doom. Like they're just really high costs and they still have like that old style dial where like Iron Doom loses any kind of and attack as Soon as he gets off, click one and never gets it back. Um, and then, yeah, Iron Man, War Machine, their biggest thing is just they've kind of got, like, sad, like, stats, like, lower dial. They
0: do. Yeah, so they it's get like, pretty once low. Once you take
1: two or three hits, then you're just kind of like, wah, wah, which is sad for, like, two of the best, uh, whatever, armored dudes. Dudes in, in suits. Yeah, yeah. In the business. <laughs> But no, I I gave it a 7. I think good picks. A little bit of like, you know, work could have been done on like the the back end, but I think, you know, probably one of my favorite sets as far as all the picks making sense. It just wasn't like my first pick for some of the characters. Like I would have preferred the Age of Ultron Hulk, but obviously that's like a slightly different one than this one, so makes yeah. sense.
0: Next up is the chase theme. This is kind of like power, playability, the chase theme you went as. I think we could both agree, this should have been the Avengers Forever chase theme. Uh, This is really out of place in this Avengers 60th set because these are the main villains from like Avengers Forever at the end of that book uh, leading into the rest of that run. So, although I don't really need any of the chases, nor do I particularly wanted any of these versions of the characters, it is a really good chase theme, and I have to admit that they are very, very strong, maybe even a little too strong. Um, It's alternate versions of characters, which is like just putting two characters together and wow, look how cool these two characters mixed together are and they are pretty cool. Um, Overall, the sculpts look really nice. The abilities are kind of nuts. They have great playability as a team themselves. They add a ton to like the meta and everything. Um, But as a chase team, I'm not in love with them. I do think these characters should have been a chase theme if they were going to be made into hero clicks they make sense to be made as a chase theme but i personally wasn't looking for these characters that being said i still rank them very high i would say for a chase theme this is like an eight it is a concise theme it's not a weird split theme it is straight up boom Multiverse masters of evil they're the chase theme um Mephisto is kind of tacked on there I don't really understand why he is the ultra chase I don't I've never read the part of the story yeah, where maybe he gets involved he does, I don't know like I mean
1: at least with um, uh, Iron Inquisitor there's some like Mephisto okay. so
0: but it's not this maybe... specific
1: like the sculpted one that we see it's not okay. that specific one
0: he looks different I guess I don't know okay I don't know. But yeah, I, I still rank them. I'll still rank them an 8 as chases because they are a really cool chase team. They all look really cool. They all have really cool abilities. Um, and they're all really strong. And they all look great. So yeah. despite the fact that I'm personally not a big fan of this chase team, it's still a great chase team.
1: I give it an, I gave it an 8 as well. Um, yeah, I think they each are unique enough where they bring something unique to the uh, team. Like if you were to play them all together, I think... The shifting ability means that, like, if you pull one, it'll inherently have value because it can always be swapped with a different one. Um, It does make me want to collect one of each one so that I can do, you know, all the infinite swaps. What's funny is uh, you can't play this, like, full chase theme with uh, Mephisto and everything and have everyone, like, optionable to swap out because sidelines... Smaller than, like, this theme with Mephisto. Oh, you're right, but, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but, no, it it's a very interesting take. Everyone feels unique enough. Doom's doing his own thing. Killmonger's doing his own thing. Um, Dark Phoenix and Hound slash Thor feels like its own unique little trio. So that's cool. Um, yeah, Ghost Goblin... I think it uh, yeah it's pretty solid. I think the only thing that could have made it better was um colored bases. <laughs> I don't know. I really Yeah, I mean I agree. what color bases. would you want them to be? Um what not color? necessarily like a color but like it could have done um like the big insignia, like the Masters of Evil insignia. Or oh,
0: like, oh. I don't know, something like that. I would have accepted purple, actually. <laughs> now that you say Masters of Evil, just maybe yeah. just make it the Baron Zemo mask, just like purple. Have we ever had purple bases before? I don't think so.
1: Mm, don't think so. I can't.
0: Yeah, that'd have been really unique. That'd have been cool. Um. So, yeah. Next up is Sealed Play. We haven't played our pre-release yet. I played a kind of ghetto version of the Sealed. that was half Beyond Amazing, half this set but just going through the figures we kind of did you know talk about wow there's a dominating force in the commons which is good you want there to be a a cheap common figure that can help you against other high rarities you need a bowman in sealed Um, you need a star brand in sealed with all these high power cosmic characters to help kind of balance things out i think this is one of the most balanced sealed sets that i have played in i love that there are big 175 220 point common and uncommons I love that I think that's awesome I love that that's not exclusive to chases and rares and super rares and whatnot I think there are some really tough rares to get there are some 40 point whatever rares but that's kind of balanced again by the really high point commons I think this is one of the most fun sealed sets I've played in I think this is this is really cool uh, for just a normal two booster shield I ranked it a nine I think I'd never want to say that this set is like a perfect sealed set but I think it's up there I think it's a really good sealed set what do you think Simeon? Yeah, I haven't played it at all. I've only looked at it and heard
1: what you've said about it and stuff. But, yeah, I gave it an 8. I think that it looks like there was nothing in the super rares where I was like, oh, dang, you pull that and, like, you just win. There's some stuff where it's like you pull that, it's probably not dying. Like, that Prime Thor might not die. Um, The Spider-Man might not ever, like, get hit. There's a few things like that. But there's stuff like that in the rares, too. So, you know... I think you have just as good of a chance of pulling like the Prime Hulk and it never dying or the Ultron, the rare Ultron and then him never dying or whatever. Um then just like the super rares or chases and yeah, like I said about Mephisto, he's not the best pull and sealed. Like if that's if that's the best oh, thing you pulled yeah. and sealed, then like he's actually pretty detrimental to your team cuz he can just be like well, not really farmed and sealed, but he can be one-shot pretty easy.
0: Yeah. Next up is now for Constructed Play, the impact this is going to have on maybe the meta, or what you're looking forward to playing Constructed out of this. Overall, I'll say I like it for Constructed Play. I don't know if it's the greatest set. I think it's going to have a huge impact on the meta, maybe not so much a like Wonder Woman-esque impact, but man, these chases are going to define it for a while, I would say. I think they're really insanely good. I think I think they're going to be used on a ton of teams. I am going to have fun building with a handful of these figures. I like messing around more. Probably more with the legacy cards. uh, Building with those. They're part of the set. But I'm more probably going to mess around with the legacy cards than I really am anything main set. I like the fun little Hydra sub theme. If all the Prime Avengers had some ability that, I don't know, every, every one of these Primes could be played on the same team, I would really like. The only thing I really honestly hate uh, is Hulk. I really dislike that, that for Prime 10 Hulk. points. He heals way yeah. too much. Yeah, I don't like Prime Hulk. I actually... Okay, that's a the, fun, the neat ability. Way worse than Wendigo, I, Hulk? Yeah, way worse than Wendigo. 10 points, yeah, that's insane. That might be the thing I dislike the most in this set, but I think the superheroes are fun to build with. I really like that Absorbing Man. I am I mean, he just he's not so much team-building constructed. He just gets slapped on a oh. bunch of teams, but I like it a lot. Um, So I ranked the set Constructed as an 8. It honestly could be lower if I was thinking a little more critically. But it's a pretty solid set to build out of, I think, Constructed-wise. I think it's going to have a big impact on everything. And I think there's enough fun stuff that I personally will be playing out of this set to gladly put it at about an 8 for Constructed. What do you think?
1: I gave it a 7. Okay. I think the main reason I gave it a 7 is because I think all of the... For the most part, and, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt, but I think most of the super rares are fun pieces and not, like, ultra-competitive kind of stuff. Spider-Man at 25 points probably kind of make a lot of teams. Um, I don't know if, like, Thor or Absorbing Man are going to be, like, competitive or anything, but I think there's a lot of fun stuff. I really like the Morgan Lefay Fay for 100 points. There's a lot of fun stuff to build around. So I, I gave oh, it a yeah. seven because the super rares I feel like are lacking, but every other rarity is great. Like uh, the uncommons having the beyonder and uh, the uncommon Hulk is pretty solid. The commons having like bats and the Ultron drones and Spider-Man robots and all that stuff. Right. I think those are like tons of fun to build around and then I mean, on the off chance that you're one of the types of people that'll collect all the chases, the multiversal Masters of Evil make an awesome chase theme to collect because one, it's a thematic like boss battle that you can do. You can make your your friend true. build a Avengers team and you build like your multiversal Masters of Evil team and you duke it out. Also, it's a probably fairly competitive like thing to have on teams. Like we know the Doom Swaps. Were fairly prevalent. I don't know if they want anything. They really were, were uh, yeah, pretty prevalent for quite a while, just because of the sheer options it gives you. So
0: I think this will be the exact same. Absolutely. And that is uh, all of our categories. So the highest score they can get is a fifty out of our five categories, well, one through each one. So overall. For what I ranked, my end score ended up being 39 points for this set. So uh, I think that is honestly not too high above, though, what I ranked Spider-Man, which is kind of ironic. Um, but, yeah, what about you, Simeon? I think you were just a few points. Yeah. You're like 36 or I or came so. right out
1: to 36. 36. Um, um, I don't remember what I ranked Spider-Man either. Hopefully I ranked Spider-Man lower than this. I would but hope so. I, well, I guess Spider-Man did have objects, too, so that would have... So yeah. Either way, my Spider-Man ranking should have been higher, but I, I actually like this set better than Spider-Man, just slightly. Um, maybe yeah. that's because it's a bunch of characters I've never seen before, like or don't see nearly as often. So,
0: I, I, I did love who it added to the game. That was really cool. Getting a lot of characters back in a long time, adding a lot of really cool characters. What it did is really, really sweet. And I'm enjoying it. Yeah, Red She-Hulk, oh gosh, been forever. Fear itself since we got her 10 years. You know, yeah. like. It's wild beyonder nine years since we got to be on her. like there's a ton of really fun characters that added back into the game and characters it brought into the game so yeah it's a it's a solid set it's pretty fun that being said because i did buy that brick uh from scott porter got everything he unboxed i'm not like buying any of this set at all because i already got like so many of the commons and commons and rares from that sealed uh brick from the sealed stuff i got here so i'll probably just play in a few seals and then just off uh, whatever market, grab uh, do some trades, do some buying and selling, and then get the rest of the set that way. I don't really need any sealed product from it because I kind of have almost everything I want from it after buying a brick. So technically, I got a brick of the set, pretty and I was brick. satisfied. I yeah, it was. I mean, it was pretty dang good brick. Yeah, I. Really brick.
1: I have not decided because I want to get some of them legacy cards. I want to get some of them uh, team up cards, mostly as like trade fodder and stuff. Um, and I wouldn't mind like at some point finishing out this chase theme. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, there's no reason to try right now. Like it's, it's not going to be like the best thing. So I do think this would be a set where I would normally get a case or maybe even two cases, but honestly, I'm going singles. I'm for the first time in quite a while, I'm not going to buy any, uh, Real sealed into this set. I'm going to pick up, you know, maybe I'll pick up a full CUR because I do think that there's plenty of good stuff in there. I think it's a good cur, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, maybe one or two of the super airs and gosh, probably wait a couple years on all the chases. I have to say, like, yeah. As much as I want a full set of them, I think uh, I'm going to have to pass for a
0: while just like I did on the Dooms. Sure. And I think if you were, like, really gung-ho, really wanted to play some competitive blah-blah-blah-blah, then if that was me, I would probably be getting a case or maybe more of this. Oh, absolutely. I really wanted to try to get a bunch of those chases, but I really don't I need them. (laughs) If I was, like, uh, planning on doing,
1: like, nationals and worlds and stuff, I would probably be getting at least a few of the primes. I think there's a few of the primes that are worth it. Namely, I think it's uh, Hulk... Maybe Absorbing Man. Maybe that's just, in my opinion, I think having an Absorbing Man team would be cool. And then I think the cap is honestly uh, somebody in a land where knockback damage is back. I think somebody that just negates opposing characters from not taking knockback damage, pretty solid. Um, And then, uh, yeah, all of the chases. Anything that shifts in and out like that, all the chases and Mephisto would probably have to be in your toolbox as a competitive player. I think so. Not necessarily, but if you if you were taking it seriously and you have the money to back yourself, you know, you want to be one of them whales, you have to have it all. And if if you want to be one of those whales that has it all Well, you know where you can pre-order this set still. It is being released. Full release date is June seventh, but you can still pre-order bricks, cases, dyson tokens, single boosters, and all of the play at home kits still available at coolstuffink.com. You can use code DIAL5 for 5% off all your purchases at coolstuffink.com, and you can find all the latest Heroclix sealed and single products at coolstuffink.com. So check them out. And then if you happen to be on the shop.wizkids.com website, is that right? <laughs> Yes, shop, I haven't, you I haven't it. typed it in in a while Okay, The shop.wizkids.com website If you happen to be on there and you're picking up Heroclix related products Then use code DIALH10 To save 10% off there as well
0: um, But yeah Get some stuff Absolutely And uh, make sure to check out our Patreon Patreon.com slash Podcast and support us There if you enjoy all the things we do over here At DIALH for Heroclix and like always, trails. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game like 100 instant deadpan humor? Over okay, 6 yeah. people think I am funny. I'm your Captain America. That was just you in a costume. You absolute fools. Zimmy mean, will be able to edit that out, I'm sure. That's cool because it's expensive. I'm going to make hero clicks like that forever. Are you kidding? <laughs> wow, wow, wow.